You're listening to KNL Sports Podcast, where you can enjoy sports from around the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. KNL is committed to bringing you sports live on 95.3 KNL FM, 1490 KNL AM, and online at KNLradio.com. Hope you enjoy this edition of KNL Sports Podcast. Brought to you by Nine Bar Land and Cattle Company, Heart of Texas Ford, Laneburg Realty, and the Commercial Bank. Our game is also presented this evening by Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair. Brought to you also by Lubke's GM Cars and Trucks, Midcoast Well Care in Mason, Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate, and Mason Punchers Club. Mason Punchers Football on 95.3 KNL FM. Now to the stadium for tonight's Mason Punchers Football Game. 95.3 KNEL. And good evening, Puncher fans. Welcome to tonight's broadcast. We are live here at the Texan Stadium in Wimberley, Texas, getting ready for this by district playoff round uh, as your Mason Punchers take on the Schielenberg Shorthorns out of District 13 2A. And uh, hello, welcome. Thanks for joining us here. Another broadcast on 95.3 KNEL FM. Station's been broadcasting. Mason Puncher football for over 45 years, and here in another postseason appearance, uh, Will Lamberg, Michael Walker, bringing my play-by-play analysis, color commentary, and uh, again, uh, <clears throat> lots of different ways to listen. Live over there, air, live online, visit KNELradio.com on the TuneIn radio app, or just tell your Alexa or smart speaker to play or search KNEL FM 95.3. Uh, again, the Punchers come in here. They're nine and one. Or finished the regular season nine and one, and uh, first place team out of District 14 2A. Uh, they beat Ozona last week, uh, 52 to 20 or 51 22, 52 22, 52 22. So a big win there against uh, uh, you know that third place team out of our district. Good way to finish the season. Got that first gold football uh, on the other side of the field. Mason is on the uh, in the. Home, not at home tonight. We are the home team tonight here in Wimberley, uh, Schillenberg across the field. Schillenberg, uh, fourth place team, uh, District 13-2A. Uh, they, uh, fourth place behind, Shiner was first, Grenada second, and uh, Flatonia third in that district. Shiner and Grenada have already uh, played yesterday. Uh, they win their first round against uh, teams from our district, uh, Harper and Ozona. But uh, regardless, we've been sitting here watching the teams uh, prepare for this one. Uh, they've headed back to the field house. Uh, but uh, one thing stands out as we get into the playoffs and we get into this district that not as familiar with the Schellenberg team. I mean, they dropped down uh, last year. Uh, we did, obviously, we played Shiner, lost to them. But uh, last time I remember playing Schellenberg was in an area playoff game way back in the mid-'90s, and they went on to the state championship, lost to Gold Lake. Right. Uh, they always, always got a lot of talent, a lot of big, fast players, and uh, again, they've been playing some pretty stiff competition in that district. So, with that one and three district record, uh, uh, four and six total record, they don't look that impressive. But again, uh, as the coaches said all week, very talented, very dangerous. Yeah, the level of competition that they face versus <clears throat> kind of where we've been the last, uh, I would say, uh, four or five weeks or six weeks anyway, is is a lot different and. You know, it's still Texas high school football, and we talked about that on the drive over here. Is that you never can uh, you never can take anything for granted, and so uh, yeah, they've got some size to them. They've obviously got more numbers than we do uh, in their school as they're going to go back up to three A, like you said, uh, next season. 
but uh, so numbers means more options, more availability in terms of, of just bodies, and I think that's going to uh, to play to their advantage. You know, obviously we've got a lot of JV players that are better suited out uh, with purple helmets on tonight and standing on the sideline, but they've got a lot of players that are truly on their roster. And so uh, warm bodies in and out, not as many two-way players as probably what we have uh, from a defense-offensive standpoint. And that that really kind of plays a toll, and that's a, that's a key component that they bring to the table, especially making a run into the playoffs uh, with uh, just fresh bodies. Uh, these games, if they get close or they get tight, that uh, factor could come uh, to the forefront if uh, it gets late in the game and it's still a, it's, it's still a you know a one or two possession game. Yeah, and uh, looking at them, didn't get to visit with Coach McLeod this week. He was at the all district meeting in our normal interview time. He did talk about Schoenberg a little uh, last week, and then that Arizona game. Kind of you know they kind of expected to be here playing this opponent, sure. taking on Shiner. Uh, they lose to Shiner last week. To finish their regular season, forty-five to two, and looking at the scouting report, yeah, they've got a lot of skilled players. A lot of them are seniors, uh, but the, the the key to focus seems to be on their, you know, how are we going to handle their defense? Right. All you saw were analysis on each defensive player, what their skills are, you know, uh, and then they've been, you know, their top three teams in their district, they've all had them to, you know. To some of their lowest scores of the season, even Shiner. Right. Uh, so they finished that uh, their season fairly strong. You know, they lost three straight. Uh, they played those top three teams, that, you know, out of that district, and they did, they don't score a lot of points. They're only averaging 15 a game. I mean, that's for the season. Uh, most of their games were won, you know, prior to those last three. Uh, they did have, you know, two and three win streak areas of their season, but it seems to be like they've got a better defense. Uh, they're used to playing that safer competition. Uh, but i got to think, you're only averaging 15 coming in. I mean, there's something wrong there. There's and they work the spread. Yeah. And so, you know, that that's another key component, too. I mean, you're right, Will. I mean, for a, for an offense that likes to spread it out, uh, they're, they kind of look like Texas Tech. I'll be real honest. And I, and I graduated from there. Uh, uh, we, you know, uh, run the spread and uh, score less than 15 points or 15 or average 15 points. You're probably not uh, – Probably ought to go back to something different. But anyhow, uh, you know, that's something that is another one of my key points coming into this game is just we haven't handled that very well. I mean, we haven't handled that with with us to sit out here on the sidelines and to say, man, we are a pass-stopping defense. And, you know, that just – you come in there with that little bit of hesitation. And our safety play and our linebacker play, more importantly – from a pass coverage standpoint, has has been, I would say, par to subpar. Uh, it's gotten better than it was uh, in the first four games of the season where they look completely lost in that regard. Uh, but they're, they're still not perfect. Uh, we saw even Ozona, if Ozona could have hit the receiver with the ball and uh, instead of the cheerleaders in the crowd, um, you know, when he chose to throw it, he had some open options, and so uh, you know we've we've hesitated uh, to to bring that up in some t- some instances. But we run across a quarterback that can that can hit his target, and you know we might face some adversity in that in that realm. Yeah, and we're you know, we always talk about in these pregame uh, analysis, kind of what 
what's the worst that could happen? You know, right. we always kind of sure. we got to be a little critical. Kind of have to talk about. Uh, you know, it's easy to just say, "Oh, Mason's going to dominate." And uh, I do have to say, this this group of kids. You know, yes, you're in a bit. For some kids, the first playoff game. I mean, they've they've been on the sidelines every year. You know, right. JV years. They know what it feels like. They know the environment. But when you go up against a team that you've never not as familiar, never sure. faced yet. You know, anything can happen, but I think this group does a, they do a great job. They come out of the game plan. They have been, I think, executing. Even though our, our offense has changed somewhat, you know, we're more run-heavy, slanted more run-heavy each and every game to finish out sure. our, the regular season to where, where it was uh, more of a 70-30. Now we're about a 75-25, or no, excuse me, a, nearly an 80-20 again because we're just only completing about 55% of our passes. But at the same time, they're still they're coming out. They're mixing it up, different looks. They're moving. We're not getting a whole lot of false starts. It does happen, right? But they're doing a lot of stuff. And and when they need to make a first down, when uh, they run the football well, what, what they really do well is they make adjust, they adjust during the game. They may get beat. They may give up a score. They come back. They clamp down. Sure. They get the ball back. They drive down. So I, I think they just do it. And also, second half, I mean, the coaches get them credit. They do great at just, you know. I think we like to see, okay, what do you, throw your best at us. We may give up some ground. I think our pride is we may be smaller. We may be not as fast. Uh, we're still going to come out now and play. We're going to whip you. I mean, I think they have that mentality. Like, we're just we're sure. going to be a lot more confident. Well, I think, I think also we sit up here and we're real critical too, Will, because we've seen the almost perfect scenarios. Well, yeah. You know, and we've, yeah. wa- we've watched uh, we've watched them. And, you know, each year we used to go back and compare year in and year out. And then uh, now I think they all kind of get compared to that last state championship run, as is did the teams prior to 2011. And so uh, I think you, we default in that regard to some of that. But, yeah, I mean, you've got to run out the worst-case scenario. We want these kids to play hard. I think they got plenty of heart to them. Uh, they've showed us that uh, that they do step up uh, at the challenge. But at the same time, I think their minds are just a little bit younger, a little bit more, uh, don't quite have the sharpened edges as some of the teams that we've seen in the past in terms of knowing exactly what they need to do in each situation. And that comes with time. And, and I know the, the coaching adversity is there, too, uh, just in terms of turnover and, and things that we've had. Uh, I think I think you face some of those situations, and uh, I think I think it's one of those deals that uh, they'll get there, uh, and hopefully, you know, they can survive tonight and an unknown opponent and move on. Yeah. Well, and, and one thing, uh, another thing, I'll say before we get a break: this team really compared to the last three seasons. Probably has the most experience when it comes to being in a top ball game. Sure, more than just once. Sure, you know, start of the wall. Well, you can, call, you can say San Saba shouldn't have been tight, but it was. You know, good thing that happened early in the season. Sure. John Saba Wall, Johnson City, Ozona early. I mean, sure. But, yeah, there's been some games where they got, and they didn't panic. The coaches, you know, they felt, hey, we're going to, mm-hmm. we're not worried. We're going to do what we do, and we're going to get our stops, and we're going to make those adjustments. So, I think that, that gives them a lot of confidence. And if they get down early, I don't think they're going to, I don't think, they don't let momentum get out of control, I don't think. And we always worry about it, but a team like this, you don't, as, as the coaches refer to Johnson City, because they have you know, a bunch of athletes, a bunch of sure. tall, fast seniors. You know, he said they are, uh, uh, what, what was the term he used? Front runners. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't let them get up too, too far too fast. That's, you know, that's how they, uh, you get beat. But 
Mason's also shown us, though, Will, just to tack on. I know we need to get to break, but just to tack on to that, Mason's, this little team has shown that they can be a quick strike offense. They have that quick striking ability. And, you know, they've gone to, to – they've got to be able to run the ball tonight effectively enough to have that run-pass option. If they don't do that and they become one-dimensional, that's where this team's biggest fault is from an offensive standpoint. You know, and and the coaching staff has has a tendency to default to about three different plays, and we can't get to the point where we're allowing Schulenberg to, to dictate that. And so uh, if they can keep that run-pass option available, uh, they'll dominate this game. Yeah, and that's what they said all week, uh, you know, go – the third leg, you know, third season of the season, or uh, it was pre pre district, district, and postseason. Get your second goal of football, play fast, play physical, play discipline. We'll take a two minute commercial break. Here from our season sponsors, come back, talk about uh, a little more about this matchup, and uh, more you're listening to Mason Puncher playoff football here on 95.3 KNO. The Commercial Bank is an independent community bank that has served Mason since 1901 with the same name and same goal of providing community leadership and excellent financial services. We believe we should know our customers and our customers should know us. Our business model is based on relationships and that is why we believe banking with us is a better way to bank. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. Meanwhile, at Willow Creek Cafe and Club... Chase, do you see it? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Nah, Mom, it's the train coming at us. No, Chase, things are getting better, and Willow Creek Cafe is still serving the best home cooking from 6 to 10, Monday through Sunday. And the club is open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Oh, I see it now. It's the headlights on your Jeep. Oh, jeez, not again. Chase, your memory is worse than mine. Whatever, Ange. Having medical care choices close to home is now possible. Midcoast Wellcare Mason is here to serve your walk-in primary, family, medical, and well care needs. Midcoast Medical Center Central Llano offers 24-hour emergency care, imaging, diagnostic laboratory, and rehabilitation needs. Having a choice of medical providers is essential. Choose Midcoast for all your family's medical needs. Midcoast Health System, better health close to home. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. That's right. We've got much more than building materials and hardware. Check out our selection of Wrangler clothing and Twisted X footwear. Dress for the job with Wrangler regular fit, cowboy cut, and cowboy comfort jeans. Wrangler Western work shirts and denim shirts and Twisted X belts. Protect those toes with Twisted X and Chippewa snake boots. Check out the new arrivals of clothing, building materials, hardware, and so much more. At Mason Building Supply, 254 Moody Street in Mason. Or call 325-347-5899. 95.3 KNEL. Uh, here we are live from the Texas Stadium in Wimberley, Texas. Getting ready for this playoff matchup between your Mason Punchers and the Shorthorns from Schellenberg, Texas. Uh, haven't played this team, uh, my recollection, some uh, time, but uh, last time I remember watching this in the playoffs, uh, it was back, I think, 1994, uh, could be 95, but uh, that Schellenberg team went on to uh, lose in the state championship game. Uh, season of gold weight uh, there in the early 90s. But interesting, uh, again, not, not as uh, <clears throat> familiar an opponent. Earlier we were talking uh, kind of what the punchers need to do to come in here take care of business tonight. Um, 
one is, uh, you know, it's always, it always comes down in the trenches. You know, you establish the run, uh, and then you make your stops, get off the field, uh, kind of along that same, you know, uh, you want to be the first to score and then the last to score before the half and uh, repeat in the second. So about 11 and a half minutes left to our opening kickoff. We were on the – Mason is the home team tonight, we were, so we were behind the crowd. Uh, we'll try to have some uh, – on the, behind glass, we'll try to have some crowd noise for you. Uh, if Maka can stand it in his ears, but uh, it's always a little different uh, broadcasting out of a, a studio versus uh, in the open air. Talk uh, <clears throat> some of the stats coming into this game. Uh, your punchers, uh, and we were talking about earlier, kind of comparing the teams previous. Uh, this team is the best as far as, uh, you know, at least that 9 and 1 record. Uh, really the consecutive district chance, I think 10 years running, maybe maybe longer. Uh, but compared to just defensively, remember that 2018 team, you know, they were giving up not even a touchdown a game, you know, mm-hmm. average all the way through a state championship. Coming into this, we gave up 22 against Ozona. A lot of that was, you know, some garbage scores. You know, we had our twos and threes in there and gave us some points late. But we were averaging right at 10 points or giving up 10 points a game. Uh, which is really the best, I mean, defense we had since that, hmm. that last, uh, you know, I mean, so really, and three shutouts, not as many shutouts. Uh, coaches, you know, they don't mind getting up those scores late. Um, but, you know, there are several games, just like it's Harker, we're up 42 to nothing, and uh, it doesn't always look as great as the way they played during that game. Right. But I just thought that was interesting how close we were. I mean, compared to last season, we were giving up 18, season before that, over 20. So defensive, defensively, Statistically, getting much better. Uh, the offense also were nearly forty points a game coming into this contest, right at thirty-nine. And on the ground alone, I mean, we've got twenty-seven hundred fifty-seven rush yards. Uh, granted, we've gotten a little more rush heavy right. throughout the season, but you go back to that twenty eighteen team; they didn't have to run the ball for four hundred yards a game. Right, they were very content putting up forty-two, maybe fifty, and then just. Being done. Cruise control, right? right. Was, they didn't always, They could have potted the stats easily, but this year's team is very close behind. Much, you know, compared to the last two seasons, they are progressing, and uh, with some younger players. I mean, Ron Todd, he's the been the go-to guy, you know, the bulk of the carries. Um, he, I can't remember how many he had on the ground last week. Uh, had some big runs. Uh, he's the leading rusher coming into the contest. Uh, but yeah, we're just kind of waiting. He's obviously, Scantling gets a lot of a lot of the work too. Him and the Todd as uh, in that two back those two back sets. Um, they Bishop has been kind of quiet on the offensive side. Uh, Very that, quiet. Was it uh, been since since Wall really? I mean, he really hasn't. I know he had some Johnson. He 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 had some good carries and breaks, and it was a good mix up. But uh, he didn't get. He had hardly had any touches the last two weeks. No, I mean they've. Been very limited. Uh, they just try to throw, you know, get the ball to him in space on some screens. Like to see a little more of that. I think we do that. I don't know what it is. If it's timing. If it's just, I just, I really like. I think that really keeps the defense on their heels. Uh, they just, but they have incorporated. It, it's still part. Of, it's, it, it can be part of your running game. Sure. Now you just gotta you gotta practice. They have it a lot. Incorporated stickers though on the on the out of the backfield a little bit. And yeah. I, I honestly think he's the best receiver. Him and him and him and Tate Smith, those two yeah. those two guys uh, 
are the best two receivers. Now, we did get the ball to Comey last week and uh, and did get to see that. And so, um, you know, he's a big target, especially down there in the red zone area. But, you know, I think Tate Smith, Spencer, and Hunter Goodwin out of the backfield, like you said, I mean, just adds another level of impact. Um, you know, and, and Hardy, we saw him run very once last week. Senior night, they gave it to him. That was great. But he was very, very timid. Yeah, I hope he, I hope he's uh he get to coach talk to coach this week, but uh, hopefully he's uh, uh covering, progressing where they can get him back in the mix if they need to do so. Uh definitely need him on that. Milo Mayfield. I mean not Milo Mayfield, uh, uh who, am I trying, who am I trying to think of? Uh crud. Uh, Blake Lewis. Blake Lewis is available. He's He'll be suited up and last week over the over the years he's been a pretty impactful runner out of that backfield. So don't uh, don't count out Blake Lewis in in being able to uh to get a ball from time to time. Thankfully, uh we got uh most of our depth back as we start the postseason and that's just huge. I mean sure. you can't be injury riddled heading into the postseason. Uh we've got guys at least back suited up. They may not be out there starting playing, but uh, if they're getting reps, if they're getting uh, week in, week out, you know, they may be ready. Uh, just like we, you know, with the coaches do at Cochran back in 2018, they showed sure. until they needed him, and it worked fantastic. Puncher's getting ready to take the field. Shorthorns are already on the field, and uh, we're going to start minutes, this one early, I yeah, think. Still six minutes on the scoreboard. Puncher's uh, have not entered their tunnel yet, and they'll be running through their homemade sign, Mason. Football playoffs 2021. Can't read the fine print. Or maybe that's just a photo there in the middle. But Schulenberg's going to be in white pants, white shirts, and black helmets. Mason will be in purple pants, purple jerseys, and white helmets. So, uh, you know, a little mix-up of the colors there for sure. Get a little harder to see those Mason punchers behind those white jerseys of Schulenberg. But Schulenberg... Uh, like we said earlier in this broadcast, they're pretty big up on that front line. They're going to be a lot, uh, probably most comparable to what we played this year is Johnson City. Uh, wouldn't you say, Will, in terms of just size and, and demeanor? These guys maybe look just a little touch more athletic than maybe what Johnson City was. Well, sure. I mean, they're, they're just as big, but they look much more athletic. And that, Johnson City was athletic. I mean, they, they proved it. Uh, they made us work for it. So, Butcher's, uh Going to have to play bigger than they are, and they tend to do so. Got a great uh, strength and conditioning program as they take the field, run through the sign, carrying the flag. JV follows behind, and uh, getting ready to get this on the right. Some players to watch on the Schillenberg side of the football, uh, mainly on offense. Their skill players, number zero, uh, Keyshawn Johnson, senior receiver, uh, maybe on the Generally on the twin side of the football, also number one, Kenny King, uh, both seniors. Uh, on the opposite side, number 11, he'll be there on wide out, Keanu Nunu Anthony. And uh, he's a big, tall, uh, speedy-looking guy. As uh, captains for tonight's punchers head out to the field, led by number 77, Will Entz, number five, Tate Spencer, number 13, Spencer Morris. Number 11, Captains for Schielenberg, number 11, Keanu Anthony. Some of those names I just told you about. Number zero, Keyshawn Johnson. Number 70, that's number 68, Nathan 
car. This is a very nice stadium, but the lights are very dim out there on the field. There are dark spots on this football field, and it makes it very hard to see those white letters. Well, and the orange letters on the shorthorns, they're uh, kind of rounded, kind of difficult to read from this distance. So, captain's on the field. <clears throat> on the defensive side, again, uh, very very big, very athletic. Uh, I got some – oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, uh, in the at the quarterback tailback spot, uh, looks like at quarterback, uh, we saw warming up number eight, Tyler Robert. They also will put in there uh, number one, Kenny King, you know, kind of wildcat formation. And then uh, number 10, uh, junior tailback Desmond Lewis, big, fast running back. Again, only averaging 15 points a game, though, coming in. Mason uh, Mason wins the toss, and they get some uh, feedback. They defer to the second half. So Mason uh, does what he likes to do for the second half, and uh, I get a stop here on defense. So the punchers will be kicking off from all right to left. And we were... Uh, the home team tonight, and uh, we were up in the home press box behind the Mason crowd. Traveled much better than Schellenberg. Of course, uh, they come in here, they're Schellenberg. place team out of their district. Schellenberg's band is about the size. I think I can fit them in the back of my pickup. There's <laughs> like six or seven of them over there, two tubas. And so uh, we're going to go to the national anthem here. We're going to stay right here and listen to it. If uh, we can get this heard. They're going to start, uh, they're going to kick it off from our right to left. And Punchers, uh, picked out all purple jerseys, pants, they're right out the white helmets, Schinnenberg, all in white, black helmets, orange lettering, and back deep to receive for the Shorthorns is going to be senior uh, wideout number one, Kenny King, no weight, heights listed. Looks to be about a 6'2", 175, and also uh, number zero, Kishan Johnson, the speedy receiver. 
Five nine, sixty five one seventy. If I had to guess, yeah, he's a pretty tall guy. Uh, they got some athletes. They had a puncher's uh, a different feel. You know your opponent, White Rose. Team, tease it up. I have a feeling he's going to squib this one here, or at least try to get punch it between the second and third levels. Oh, here comes the postseason rule. Oh, I got it. Kick. We look like we might have fallen on it. Gets across the 50 to the 48. And Shatter comes up with the football, so. Schulenberg, do you know me? We ain't there yet. We ain't there yet. Schulenberg, we ain't there yet. So, uh, you know, uh, there's risk and reward with that uh, on the first play of the ball game, onside kicking it. But uh, Mason uh, nearly gets it back. But, however, Schulenberg. Short horns are uh, in great field position as they'll start on their 48-yard line right near mil- midfield as we're fixing to have the first snap. we got two backs, the two three. receivers stacked wide to the right. And King takes a direct snap, keeps himself on the ground on the right side. Two flags flag around the far side. Tay Schmidt did a heck of a job of blowing up. the. He just went straight up the field. And uh, all Schulenberg's... Uh, Leading blockers should do was hold him as uh, he had field position on the play, and uh, we're going to get this one in here. Should be a holding call against Schulenberg. Yeah, holding Schulenberg. That's going to back him up. They only picked up a few on the run. Yeah, Schulenberg um, again. Mason tries an onside kick to start this one off, and uh, fortunately, with the flag, it's going to play to their favor. Because that pushes Schulenberg all the way back to the 38-yard line, where it'll be first down and 20. And now King goes split wide to the right. They're the quarterbacks in the game. Number eight, two back set. They give it to number 10, left side. Has a hole straight up the field. Has speed. Hurdles across the 50. The puncher 47. Still going to be short of that first down marker after they run. Something different there. Uh, right there on the defensive side, they moved Bishop up to corner yeah. and allowed him to play one-on-one. Ran a single high safety set again, uh, but uh, kind of running a uh, nickel back there with Bishop over here on the outside playing corner. Go twins left, one receiver to the right, number eight. And he keeps it on the ground to number 10, Desmond Lewis. Well, the last play, only a couple on the carry. So they go from first and 20 down uh, to about a third and four. The ball uh, is on the 46-yard line in Mason territory. Uh, and third down and four here for Schulenberg. So first third down of the ball game, Mason uh, needs to come up with a stop here, four yards to gain. Tyler Robbo, the quarterback, takes a snap, rolls right. Sprout pass, fake, pulls it down, going to keep it. Has the corner and out of bounds near the first down marker. Looks like he picked it up. Yeah, he's going to have the first down at about two yards. So five-yard, six-yard gain on the play. Takes them down to the Mason 41-yard line where Schulenberg gets their first first down on this initial drive. Rob is showing good speed there. Only a sophomore. Yeah, definitely, the quarterback. definitely some speed on that offensive side of the football. Uh, Mason defense going to have to fill them out. There you go. Two receivers, two tight ends. Rob takes the snap, follows the fullback, and trips up. Good job. Spencer Morris coming up. There goes Morris. Yeah, it was. 
man, really floating Bishop around uh, in some different looks in, the, yeah. in that secondary. Well, they, they put him out there one-on-one -on -one with King. He must be their, you know, their receiver. Uh, Bishop to go out there and take, you know, take the extra safety. Oh, Ron Todd and Spencer Morris back there. Brody Baker on the other side. He's guard number 11. So they switched out Spencer yeah. Morris and uh, Bishop. Bishop. Twins right. Rather, the quarterback takes a snap. Quick throw right side to King. Makes the move. Between two tacklers. And out of bounds at the 30. That's going to be enough for another Schellenberg. First down. Yeah, I thought, thought Tate Spencer there was going to have an opportunity to get his hands up and uh, disrupt that pass. Uh, Got to throw your hands up when the quarterback's running right at you, fixing to throw the football. First down for Schellenberg. They're on the Mason 30-yard line. 940 left in the first quarter. Schellenberg on their first offensive series. They received the opening kickoff. It was actually just an uh, onside kick. They fell on. Got good field position. First and 10. Three receivers set. Twins to the near side. Big receivers, lone man out there. It's uh, Lewis around the left. He can't. Oh, go, go, go. Put your skull on it. Looks like they were covered. They had him stood up. Yeah, nice job there. I think that was Scantlin on the play. Sure enough, Scantlin caught him, and then uh, he punched the football out on the far side. Mason falls on it. So just like that, uh, Schillenberg was driving. Mason shuts him down with a turnover. Uh, the ball's going to be placed on the 32-yard line. Where we first and 10 for Mason. She's uh, break the huddle from the sideline as they have all season. Go straight to the line of scrimmage. As we expected, tie formation. Start this ball game. Back set. They overload the right side and send Scanlon in motion to the left. Ooh, it's going to be a quick pitch out that side. Flag on the play. Looks like a false start on Mason. Gave away the first play of the script. Yeah, no doubt. False start. I think uh, Milo Mayfield maybe double-clutched that football because uh, there wasn't much there wasn't much movement other than that. So both teams, uh, first play on offense, get a penalty. Hunters have it first and 15. Gonna come out, run heavy. Diamond backs up two fullbacks. They motion them to the right side. Todd, the tailback, give it... Scantlin right up the gut, and he stood up and called up. Yeah, he's going to gain about two yards on the play, so it's going to bring up second down and 12. So we get a couple back. Now, uh, personnel change Keller, Spencer, Bishop bring in the play. Punchers again, they forced a fumble as uh, Schoenberg was driving into puncher territory. And now Something they haven't done a lot of this season. Second down and 12. Wofford goes with a shotgun. Two receivers set. They motion Bishop across. Make the jet sweep. Gives to Todd. Now that's Scantlin. Got up the yep. left side. Except another two. He's going to get back to the original line of scrimmage. Maybe a yard more. Uh, yeah, about a yard more. So it's going to bring up a third down and nine for Mason. This is their opening uh, possession of the game after forcing a fumble from Schulenberg. Schulenberg showing that they're very stout front, defensive, defensive front. They go base 3-4 defense. They load it up when the punchers show run. Crawford out of the gun. They were going oh, that time, and the play is blown dead. Another false start on the punchers. 
Spencer was so coming across and got the two flags here early have stunned this Mason Puncher offense as uh, that's going to move them back to the 28-yard line where it'll be uh, third down and about 14, 15 yards. They've had some big third down conversions this season. Uh, big screen plays, the deep throws. Be surprised to see Walford with the kind of a run pass option. Anyway, uh, third down and 14. Walford out of the gun. Twins receivers on the right. Tight end left. Play action. Drops straight back. Steps up. Throws deep. Looking for Spencer. Down the right hash. Incomplete at the 40. Yeah, that ball uh, was so just uh, not anywhere close as uh, the receiver was coming from outside to the inside hash. And uh, that ball was thrown over his right shoulder. So uh, opposite side of where he was even looking. And uh, brings up a fourth down and 14 back at the 28-yard line. So once again, Schulenberg started this with an onside kick, or Mason had an onside kick, didn't recover it. Schulenberg had the ball on the 48-yard line. They're going to have really good field position here on their second possession. Harding back in the punt. High, high good short. Punt. Goes off to his left, lands at the 45, takes a Schulenberg bounce back to the puncher, 35. So Schulenberg might have the same field position they had when they fumbled the football in the last three. Yeah, for sure. They got to feel pretty good coming out of that turnover. Uh, no harm, no foul, as uh, they're back to the Mason 35-yard line. So that was about a 15-yard punt all said and done. Yeah, not, a, not a good punt by Harding. Of course, he's been kicking out. I think he was coming last and had to punt uh, several weeks. But now they go two wide to the left, one receiver right, four right of the quarterback. And they give it to number 10 oh, he's gone. into the secondary. Nobody he will score untouched for Schoenberg's first touchdown. And on the first play, you're holding Mason. Yeah, they held it there. That was a wide-open gap right there. Uh, that was a wide-open gap on that counter block right there. I mean, they just got to the second level, and there was nobody there. No, we were playing single high safety set trying to cover those receivers. And when you do that, that's the risk. If they get to the second level, they're gone. And uh, nobody there to have the angle. So extra points, good. So with 7-18 uh, here to go in the first quarter, 7 and up in Schulenberg over Mason. And uh, we'll be right back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Mason Putcher Football on KNEL 95.3. The commercial bank strives to be the good neighbor. We are committed to supporting our many worthy community projects and our awesome school system. Our vision is to continue to grow the TCB brand by welcoming new customers. Remember, it is always a good time to bank with us. Small town banking is alive and well at the Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. 95.3 KNEL. We're back. It's 7-18 left in the first quarter. Schoenberg scores first. The extra point was good. They beat Mason 7-0 on the uh, 34-yard touchdown run by the tailback number 10, Desmond Lewis. And we've got to describe it. I mean, they just counter-trap block to the left and uh, slow kind of you know, zone read fake, or they gave it to him, and uh, he just burst into the secondary. Uh, 
And, uh, you know, we touched him back at the time. He was crossing in the end zone. But the Schindenberg shows they can move the football. And uh, Puncher's uh, got held three and out in their first series. So we're kicking off for five. Bryson Schrammick, freshman, kicker and punter. Bishop and Todd standing back at their 20. He's got a leg. He kicks it over the head of Bishop, lands at the five, into the end zone for a yeah, touchback. So that's why that freshman's out there. Schoenberg decided Puncher's going to have to regroup here and uh, find a way to. I just don't think they feel excited. You know what I mean? Like, they're gonna get, yeah, they're going to get fired up. But even even going into the game. I'm sure they're nervous, but uh, they're going to have to. Schoenberg's shown they're very stout in that defensive front. They're between the tackles. We did try to throw once. Got ourselves in trouble early on the penalties. So, we break the huddle from the sideline. We'll have a first and ten from the 25. Wing C set, Walford under center. The motion scaling out. There's that quick pitch to Todd. Trying to get the edge. And it's about five out to the 30. They show they, they've got good pursuit, pursuit speed. Yeah, they, their lateral movement uh, is very fast. But uh, did pick up five yards on the game, so... Uh, it's going to be down to the 30. We're at second down and five. Again, you're just joining us. 7-12 here to go in the first quarter. Schulenberg on top. Uh, Mason caused a fumble on their first drive, but they come back roaring on their second one. And uh, Twins, score. Twins right. Lawford in the shotgun. They motion out across. Give it to Spencer as he comes from the opposite side. And he stopped after a pickup of oh, he's three. still turning. Yeah, he's going to gain uh, about uh, two, maybe three yards on the play. So it's going to bring up third down and short. Uh, ball's going to be placed on about the uh, 33-yard line. So third down and short conversion needed here for Mason to answer this uh, rushing touchdown. Schulenberg put on the board. High formation. First time we've seen it all season behind Walford. Bunch receivers left. Now they motion everybody down on the wing tee. Bootleg, play action right side. That was on the run. Scanlon's got it in the out route down the sideline to the 35 first down punchers. Yeah, he takes it all the way down the sideline. Good pitch and catch there from Wofford to Scantlin. And uh, Scantlin does the rest with his legs as uh, he doesn't hesitate to go out of bounds. He uh, just plows over one of the Schulenberg players. Takes it all the way down 47-yard line, first down punchers. Scantlin runs that very well. He, he does. He's the line of scrimmage. He's got the quickness to beat the outside or the linebackers that are in coverage. Walford out the shotgun. Twins left. Took him to go quick. Oh, oh. had the ball in his hands. I think he was already looking downfield on the pressure. Yeah, that was, he threw it into some traffic there. That could have been dangerous as it went off the hands of Todd. And uh, I thought Keller might have had a shot at it if she would have she would have cut up inside the field, but she kind of just stood up and stopped her route, and her defender would have been the one that uh, had the next shot. Second and 10, ball on the puncher, 47. Two wide receivers. Offer stays in the gun. Motions Bishop across, takes the sweep, and the scan the big hole up the middle, and good pickup out across the 50. Schindenberg 46. Scanlon's been the workhorse thus far in the run game and in the passing game as uh, he picks up big yardage there. So third down and four again for the punchers. This time ball is on the Schulenberg 46-yard line. Six minutes left in the first quarter. Schulenberg leads Mason 7-0. to 
running a lot of jet sweep fakes there uh, and just handing it off out of the backfield. Lots of confusion, lots of motion. Walford under center, twins left. Get it off tackle to Todd. Breaks some tackles, gets the first. Well, they're going to mark him right at the first down. Yeah, they're going to mark him. I thought he gained about three yards past the first. They're marking him about a yard past. Takes it down to the 42-yard line where Mason will have a fresh set of downs as there's 5.38 on the clock. Schulenberg had scored first as it's 7 to nothing. Mason's moving the ball from our right to left. Now, high formation. Spencer. Now they move him across. They go to a wing T set. Off sweep, right side. Ryan Todd. Following blockers wrapped up as he crosses the line of scrimmage. Schindler doing a good job of swarming. Yeah, no doubt. Todd did a good job, though, of getting upfield when he could. He's going to gain three on the play. Takes it across the 40 to the 39-yard line. Second down and eight. Or seven. Hunter is now in Schindler's side of the field. Five minutes left in the first, trailing Shorthorn seven to zero. They go bunch receivers left near the line of scrimmage. Offered their center play action rolls left throws. Let's get it in the flat again up the sideline. That's a first down punch and he gets out of the Schildberg twenty four. Yeah, he takes on three defenders and gives them all a little piece of the shoulder pad to finish that run. And so that's what you like to see is that little bit of effort, that senior leadership out there uh, to fire this team up on this side of the field and get Mason back on the board. Um, nice pitch and catch, just uh, same play, different side. And Schulenberg just having a hard time getting out there on that play. Two tight ends now, off the center. Diamond backfield, give it to the lead play right side, makes a good cut. Uh, about four yards on the carry out to the 20. Yeah, he slides down there, slips down on the play, and uh, only gains about four yards, like Will said. Second down and six from the 20. Actually, probably more like seven, I'd guess, from the 20. Uh, yeah, this is that run-pass option that they've got to keep alive throughout this game to keep Schulenberg on their toes. Two tight ends. Three back set, toss sweep, Ron Todd, right side, big hole into the secondary, bounces off the safety, but enough for a puncher first down there in the red zone. Yeah, he's going to be at the 11-yard line, uh, so can get another first down here, but uh, first down and 10 from the 11. Uh, the puncher front side now starting to open up some holes, especially on that right side. Did a really nice job, the offensive line did on that last play, as Schulenberg stacked 10 in the box. Yeah, that was just a smash run. They tossed it to Todd. I mean, it's a downhill run. You know, about the four or six hole. Now they're really up close to the line of scrimmage. Might have jumped off sides. Free play here is Robert Fine coming in the end zone. Touchdown. That a boy. I think it is going to be a free play, though. I don't know. Hunter Goodwin and Bunch just kind of acting like uh, it might be on the punchers. So everybody's just going to stand still for just a minute and see what happens. They act like they blew the play dead. After the score, nope, nope, they're going to play offsides on the defense. So the touchdown will stand. Extra point, shoot change in order as uh, Jacoby gets ready to put this extra point through these uprights. Mason gets on the board here and answers with a long drive down the field from their own 25-yard line. Nice answer there, 
Shannonburg scored quickly. Moved the ball quickly. Both their first offensive drives. Kobe. Tip the extra point. Boy, oh, my goodness. There were two of them back there in his face. He gets Slips the defenders and the uprights. I think the defender said it was good because it went right past his head. But uh, tied 7-7 with 3-12 on the clock here in the first quarter. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Oh, all tied now, 7-7, seven, seven, as Mason gets on the board and responds to that uh, first uh, Schoenberg touchdown. I'd like to thank our sponsors for this uh, for this season and, and uh, all they do for allowing us to bring this broadcast uh, to your ears. Mason Puncher Club, Dan Gandy Real Estate, Midcoast Well Care in Mason, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Hill Country Collision Repair, Mason Building and Supply, The Commercial Bank, Lindbergh Realty, Heart of Texas Ford, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Willow Creek Cafe, and the Mason Bank. Punchers respond, and uh, they score on a 11-yard touchdown pass from Ivan Wofford to Brody Comey. I don't know how you lose Comey in the back of the end, though. Why, <laughs> really, we're kicking from our right to left. Keeps it on the ground, right through the up man's hand. He falls on it, but uh, it was just a line he was aiming at his head when he kicked that. I don't good when he came flying down there. Some old boy just hit him right as he was standing over him. No flags. Three trails left in the first quarter. Four seven. Four seven to seven. Swans get the ball back first and ten from their own forty two. Two receivers set. Of course, they got two backs. A uh, bunch of formation as uh, Lattice stays in at quarterback. Oh, nice play in the backfield. Nice play in the backfield. Hunter, Hunter Goodwin. It's another solo tackle for a loss. Sorry, we got the Schulenberg coaches right next to us, and they were whooping and hollering <laughs> a while ago. I had to give them a little bit back on that one. So, uh, Goodwin makes a stop. Over on the left side uh, for a loss, about a three-yard loss on the carry. Be second, second down and thirteen. Now they go stand the gun. Ball on the forty-two-yard line. Back on either side of the quarterback. Right, a quick throw to the right to King, and uh, he tries to do what he did earlier. Oh, ball comes out, out of bounds. He fumbles it forward, but uh, good finish there by Goodwin. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Goodwin flying all over the field. That old boy took a cheap shot on him on that special teams play, and uh, I don't think that's the one you really want to do that to, as uh, that young man uh, not scared to uh, throw the throw the leather around and uh, make you make you understand that his presence is on the field. Third down and eight, ball on the forty-four uh, yard line. Trips right, bunch formation, right up. One step drop throwing deep down the field on the left side. Has a man open, but overthrown incomplete. He yeah. finally got past Baker out there. Completely an uncatchable ball as uh, he led his receiver about 10 yards down the field. Fourth down and eight. Face the Shorthorns here. Their first fourth down. They're going to send on the punting unit. With 145 on the clock here in the first quarter. 
it's all tied up here at Texas Stadium in Wimberley. Todd's going to be standing at his own 20. Get a different punter in there. And, uh, kicking off, but uh, no pressure. They get the punt off, end over end. Todd shows it at the 20, takes it around the left side, tries to split some defenders at the 30, brought down. Yeah, three on one down there at the 25-yard line. He splits two of them, hits it down to the 28. Mason will have first and 10 for their what is really kind of their second possession of the football game. Yeah. Uh, well, they, they got held three and out. Yeah, they had they a drive down, They drive down and score on their second possession and uh, started looking more confident and uh, opening up some holes in that defensive front of Schoenberg. First and 10 from their own 29. Wing T set. Motion Spencer across to the right. They get it on the fullback. Just a little fullback lead play for Scantlin. Yeah, nice three-yard pickup there from from the Spencer offense. You can tell those offensive linemen are opening up some holes. Those running backs are being extremely patient and finding their way. That good spot uh, there from the officials is they're going to give them four yards. Brings up a second down and six. Ball uh, just on the other side of the 40-yard line. Or 35 yard line. Second and six. Set. Toss. Fullback sweep right side. Scantlin can't get the corner. Rests it down. Picks up maybe a yard out to the 35. To yeah. The I don't know who that defender is, but he's been wreaking havoc over there. We need to get a body on him that's squared up. I think that's number 11, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, Keanu Nunu Anthony. No, number 12. He's a safety. Uh, 12 or 13. 13 out there. Big kid. Kenny Schramick. Junior tight end. Outside linebacker. Pretty fast uh, to the outside. Third down and five. Diamond rip. Formation again. Oh, big. Oh, big. Oh. Makes a move. Midfield. Still on his feet. Oh, yeah. First down punchers. Good run right there. Good hard finish, too, as uh, he, brought, he breaks uh, several arm tackles to punch it all the way down to the 40-yard line into Schulenberg territory. The big boys of Schulenberg have their hands on their hips late here in the first quarter. We're fixing to switch into the field as this one's going to tick down. We're under three seconds here, two and one. We're uh, all tied here in Wimberley, 7-7, but the punchers are driving on their third possession of the ball game. We'll be back here in 60 seconds. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on KNEL 95.3. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Dan Gandy, Touchdown Real Estate. The Mason Puncher Club is a nonprofit organization that helps promote, support, and improve the athletic activities of the Mason School District, and they encourage all parents and the community to participate. The Mason Puncher Club also wants to wish all of our student-athletes, coaches, trainers, cheerleaders, Flag Corps, Puncher Pete, and the Twirlers a very successful and a safe year. Mason Punchers Club invites you to join them in supporting the punchers. 95.3 KNEL. And it's the start of the second quarter. 
Texan Stadium. Punchers uh, are into Schoenberg's territory after the big run by Ryan Ty. Picks up a first down. Uh, come out in a wishbone look. Two tight end set. Uh, be a full T backfield. In motion, the fullback out to the left. Quick pitch to Todd. Oh, and uh, he gets grabbed as soon as he catches that. The right defensive end grabbed him. Yeah, not, not a, a dangerous pitch there. He was uh, getting penetration up the field. Absolutely. Not a uh, not a very good uh, uh, play for Mason Punchers. He's lucky, one, he held on to the football, and two, that he got positive yards as they – they were all over it. It pitched it to the short side of the field, just no block. Full T backfield again. Three backs, two tight ends. Wofford under center. Long snap count. Play action left side. Now he throws back right. The throw back screen to Todd. He's got it at the 40. Trying to make a move and tackled. Yeah, he, that, that was a long throw, short pickup. That was a lot of effort for four yards. But uh, we'll take it nonetheless as that makes it a third down and about four for the punchers here as uh, they're on their third possession of the football game, started back at their own 20 or 30-yard line, and they are now down to the 37-yard line in Schulenberg territory, third down and four to start this third or second quarter. Bauman backfield. Two tight ends, Walford. Gives it to Todd on the lead play right side. Started out, cut back inside. And gets it right to the first down marker. Looks like he's got it. About the It'll be real, real close. They're not. They haven't motioned anything yet. As White Hat's going to look and see where they're at. Right on the thirty-three. We're going to have a measurement. This is going to be extreme, or all the way across the field. So let's pause thirty seconds while they measure this one, and we'll be right back here on Puncher Football for more Puncher Football on KDL ninety-five point three. Or we'll keep it right here. <clears throat> Let's thank our sponsors uh, for tonight's broadcast and for the season as uh, they come across to measure this one. Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Laneburg Realty, The Commercial Bank, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Midcoast Well Care in Mason, Dan Gandy Real Estate, and the Mason Puncher Club. They're going to mark it first down for your punchers. By the nose of the football. Yeah. While they're they're taking the chains back, let's pause 10 seconds for station ID. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM. K-N-E-L-F-M. Punchers pick up the first down on that throw. Run by Todd and uh, first and ten from the Schoenberg 33. They stay in the run heavy formation. Pitch to Todd. Gets the corner, has blockers. Still on his feet out to the 25. Will be about a yard short, maybe two of the first down. Good, another good pickup by Ron Todd. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, running to the outside there. They're letting those centers go and letting the big guys go, getting to the second level quickly and good push up the field. Those safeties, though, they probably have as much speed as what we faced uh, thus far, and they're really helping in that run support. So uh, what would have been a 10- or 12-yard gain is now an 8-yard gain, second down and two. Backfield, tight end right. 
And they give it on the reverse trap. Spencer, good pick up there. He's going to have enough for the first out to the 20. So first down, Mason Punchers. Yeah, easy first down as he trots it down to the 18-yard line where it'll be first and 10 inside the red zone. Mason Punchers doing a good job of methodically driving down the field. This is a second long drive of the football game. Still tied 7-7. They are threatening another first and 10 inside the red zone. Well, Diamond backfield, two tight ends. And give it to the fullback. Scanlon straight up the good, good push. Still his feet driving. Oh, they're pulling. Pushing it. Oh. Pulling it all the way inside the 10. Okay, they're marking back. They're marking back at the 12. But uh, good finish there. But this uh, offensive front. Oh, Will Inch grabbed a hold of him, and he was pushing him forward. And, uh, man, I wish they'd give him the forward progress there. Nonetheless, second down and three for the punchers. Like Will said, ball's placed on the 12-yard line. 8.55 left to go here in the second quarter, and we are all tied 7-7. to What looked like a back-and-forth game initially, uh, as, as of the last 10 or so minutes, Mason's been dominating the possession of the football. Yeah. Man in the box for Schillenberg. They keep it on the ground to Scanlon, driving those legs, and gets it all the way down inside the 10 to the uh, maybe the 8. Going to be another first down punchers, first and goal punchers. Yeah, just uh, nosing up the football. It's man on man right now at this point. And Mason uh, impressing their will on the defensive line of Schulenberg. Schulenberg's guys are big, but they already got their hands on their hips as uh, I don't think they've been pushed back this hard. I'm in backfield. Fullbacks leaning left. They get it to Todd. Lead play. Gets tripped up as he. Gets the line of scrimmage, falls down about the five. So second and goal from the five. Somebody's down there. That's Scanlon. Yeah, Scanlon got rolled over the top of on the lead block there. As uh, I think he got stepped on by that offensive lineman as he was coming across him. But uh, also got both ankles taped up. So yeah, he gets yeah. up. He stays on on the field. Little extracurricular there on the backside of that play is uh, White Row and. His guy uh, decided to pancake each other. Two tight ends again. Keep it in the run formation. Pitch to Todd. Left side. They cut it back inside and gets hit and stood up as he gets to about the three. Yeah, he's going to gain about two yards on the play. Yeah, it's going to bring up a third down and goal from the three-yard line. Yeah, Comey good. comes back in. Probably is a decoy at this point, I would imagine, after he did score the first touchdown of the ballgame. And kind of, hopefully, in fourth down territory here. Third and good. Spread it out, twins to the right, Comey and Todd. And stays in the backfield next to Wofford, who takes a snap out of the gun, rolls right, throws on the run to the corner. That's Spencer dragging the ball. Touchdown! Into the end zone, touchdown, touchers. Good play right there by by the Spencer as he runs it into the goal line and he takes it all the way in and pushes it in there for a touchdown. Right here as we're tied or we're leading now thirteen to seven with six fifty five on the clock. Mason on top as they drive the field from the twenty five yard line all the way down for a touchdown. Extra point pending. Our catch there for the second touchdown pass of the game for the punchers. 
Jason Jacoby in to try the extra point. Gets it up. That time they beat the rush from the left edge. They were blocking last time. 14 to nothing. Or 14 to 7. Mason on top. Oh. Take a 30 second commercial break as uh, Punchers get ready to kick it off again. They lead Schindelberg 14 to 7. Be right back uh, with Mason Puncher to play off football 95 3. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. And we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak. Or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. 95.3 KNEL. Hunters get their second score of the ball game on a three-yard pass. Ivan Wofford, Tate Spencer. Second touchdown pass of the game. First one went to Comey in the first quarter, and Hunters uh, take the lead for the first time tonight. Schindler's going to get the ball back. I need to receive, again, number one, or excuse me, number 11 and number zero. Standing back, uh, Inside the 15, White River has not kicked it past uh, the 30 yet. So what's Mason going to do here? They, I mean, we've onside kicked it, and we've kicked it right at the big guy. Yeah, they must have seen some on film, uh, or they're just uh, just playing their luck, you know, trying to see, trying to make something happen early. So, you know, he takes a, still takes a big run at it, but uh, he's kept it short and on the ground this time. He, Line drive through. Oh, nice kick. Through the return man into the end zone for a touchback. Don't see that often. Just a little extra. I think he got a finger on it. I mean, that ball is a line drive all the way to the 15. So, I mean, he kicked it as absolutely as hard as he could. I thought he would have touched that. If he'd have touched it and he'd gone out the back of the end zone, that's a safety, correct? Question. I would, I would assume so. Yeah, that's a live ball. So, yeah, he touches it. So, Troy Horn's back on offense. They spent a long time on the field. That last uh, bunch of offensive drive for a touchdown as Ryda, number eight, stays in at quarterback. Oh, man, we got They go to the ground to Lewis, right side, and uh, picks up only a couple. We only had 10 men on the field. Don't get penalized for 10. No. Hunter Goodwin on the tackle there, solo on the outside over there, as uh, he held down the fort, barring no other, no defensive lineman. So uh, I had a tape center back that left outside linebacker oh, position. No doubt. playing on the right side. Second down and eight for Schulenberg. Ball sits on the uh, 28-yard line. Two receiver, no, four receiver set. They spread it out. They get it to number 11. He catches it on the hitch play. And... Uh, Takes it out. That was almost a pick play there on the outside as there was yeah. blocking going on before the ball was ever thrown. And uh, got to be careful there. They Why that? Flip? Okay, they spotted it. To... So uh, they're going to be about two yards short. So third down and two for Schulenberg. And the ball sits on about the oh, 34-yard line. Twins left on receiver right. Right out the gun. A direct snap it to the tailback, number 10. And oh, he got three. tackles along the right side, still on his feet, out of bounds near the 40. He gets the first down for Schoenberg. Still fighting all the way down to the 42-yard line. 
where they'll have a fresh set of downs. So, uh, three plays, they pick up the first. First down, Schoenberg from the 40, own 41. Mason now leads 14 to 7. Five and a half minutes left in the first half. Puncher defense finally held in their last series. They spread it out four wide for number eight, Tyler Ryda. Quick throw to the slot guy. He drops it. That defense in his face. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, lots of pressure there from Mason on the outside as uh, Spencer or, or Tate Spencer was honing in on him. Bring up a uh, third down or second down, excuse me, and 10. Ball's going to be on about the 41 yard line. Schoenberg Huddle up on the field. The quarterback's on the sideline. Play directly from the coach. Just a sophomore. Started the game with uh, receiver number one, uh, Wildcat. Look, as he'll take the direct snap and run with it. He split that wide left. Bunch of receivers to the right. Direct snap. Now the quarterback's going to keep it. He's also a good runner, but a good pursuit there by the punchers. They get him tackled out of bounds at the line of scrimmage. You can see that the Mason Puncher defense is keyed in on that. As uh, uh, obviously that's some film that that's been heavily watched. As soon as that quarterback uh, tucked it under his arm. There was a swarm of punchers chasing after him, and no gain on the play. Third down and 10. Schulenberg has it on the 41-yard line. 4.40 on the clock. Mason leads this one 14-7. to Other than the short passes, really just some, some receiver screens. They've only tried to go deep once. And over through the receiver, and now they go trips to the wide on the left side. So a full wide set. Ryder takes a snap. Run out left, throws on the run, has a man on the out route, breaks a tackle, stays on his feet. Number 11, Timstow's down the sideline. Now he's trying to outrun the defense, tackle all the way down inside the puncher's 15. No flags. And we got a little competition of our own. coaches. <laughs> they bang back on the wall. So just a, uh, just a, didn't let the receiver get behind him. They're going to be quick to the line here. Four wide receivers spread. Yeah, no huddle and keep it on the ground. And Lewis shifts tackles in the backfield into the secondary. Carries, reaches. They're going to be down at the one-yard line. I'm short. I think there's no instant replay in high school football. He might have been. I think he might have been. Rolling over our defender as he reached the ball into the end zone. Regardless, first and goal for the Shorthorns. Two quick plays. Milam comes off the field holding his calf. Quick plays, and they go down the field about 60 yards. That's not good for Mason. They line up in a goal line wishbone. As the quarterback keeps himself, gets the push, falls in. Looks like he's got enough. Now there's the signal. Touchdown. Touchdown, Shorthorns. So Schulenberg comes down and uh, answers on that play. Bigger situation here for Mason as uh, Milo Mayfield is laid out flat on on the sideline here. So 14-13, pinning the extra point. I got to bring an extra man on. Number three with the <clears throat> extra point duties. Even Oding. Oh man, he nearly got there. High kick, good. Chase Spencer nearly got to the to the football. All game is tied again. 14-14 with three and a half minutes left in the first half. All tied up here. 
And again, you know, defense, uh, you know, they, they picked up a first down, got out near midfield, and then just one of those quick, I mean, it was just a sprint out pass in the, in the flats, and uh, number 11 showed he's dangerous with the football. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, don't uh, don't let him out in open space as uh, he scampered down the sideline. We got to wrap him up too. We're trying yeah. to knock him, you know, out of bounds and off their feet, and uh, he just kept spinning and kept throwing down the sideline. With 3:27 on the clock, uh, we're all tied here, 14 all, and we uh, we need to answer from a defensive standpoint. We've got to start holding them a lot better. Uh, can't let them just nickel and dime you to death on that deal. Whatever we were doing on those se- on that second and third possession they had, we need to go back to it. Of course, they're making their adjustments as well. Isaiah Bishop, the lone back here uh, on this kickoff. Uh, yeah, last time uh, going to run Todd at the mid-level. It's funny, uh, now they've got two kickers. They stand on either side of the ball. Number three just... Booted in the extra point. Number five kicked it deep last time, and uh, they're both going to move towards the football. Number five is going to kick it deep. Todd backs up, catches it at the 16. Starts middle. Ball comes out, picks it up. Thanks for he got the bounce, breaks a tackle, and he's out in the space down the right sideline, out running the Shorthorns all the way down to the Shieldman 45. Great uh, recovery there by Ryan Todd. I don't know how he did that. I mean, the ball came out. He was dead in the water. Had two had two defenders right behind him or right beside him. He squirts out, takes it down the field, and uh, Mason in great field position on their on the Schulenberg side of the fifty down to the forty five. But uh, we're going to have to do this with a different center, as uh, Milo Mayfield is over here on the bench having his knee looked at. And uh looks like 54, George Lopez the bar comes in. Yeah, Schumer's going to take their first time out of this half. 14-14 with 3.16 on the clock left in the first half. Uh, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. So, first time now called uh, in uh, Milo Mayfield. Uh, he's off the bench. He's limping. They were checking him out. Looks like he's just kind of walking gingerly, but good to see him off the bench. Looks like his right knee. I know he's had some issues with his left. It looks like his right knee. They said a four-year starter. Yeah, big Not center. four-year on the varsity, three-year starter. Big center. That's uh, kind of the anchor of that offensive line. So, uh, got to make do elsewhere uh, while Milam is uh, nursing that knee back. Puncher's uh, again on the big kick return from Ryan Todd. They're deceiving Ryan Todd. They think they can just grab him and throw him down. <laughs> Breaks tackles all day long. Wing tee backfield. Wofford, under center. Pitch. Fullback pitch. Hayden Harding running the football. Wrapped up, thrown out of bounds. Pick up of just a few. Yeah, he's going to gain two yards on the play. Just nowhere to go, really, on this right side. But... See Harding back running the football as he... Uh, one of the leading rushers uh, up until that game against Johnson City. 
Plenty of speed. You can tell right there, too, though. He's not willing to lower his shoulder like he was uh, going into uh, the first of this season. Second down and eight. Ball on the Schindenberg 48. 240 remaining in the first half. Clock is ticking. Milam back in the game. He's set. Tristan Keller split wide left. Walter Murder Center. Lead play. Oh, Todd's got a hole. Hits the corner and streaks down the field across the 30, down near the 25 yard line. First down, punchers. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, but hold on a minute. Hold the phone. There's a flag. Far side of the field. Right at the down marker. So, yeah, punchers yeah, really uh, holding on the punchers. So, negates a huge run of about uh, 14 yards there. Uh, it's going to take them back. It's going to bring second down and about 14 yards now as that's going to move them back uh, near the 50-yard line. Brody Comey brings the play in. So, now we're back, back into puncher territory. All to 47. Oh, and... Second down and about 20. 20. Yep. So, 220 on the clock. So, it'll be good to score right here as uh, punchers will get the football coming back out of that second half. Harper goes with the gun. Scantling beside him, or Harding beside him. Wins right. They motion tied across. Take the sweep. Goes left. Dropping a little too far back. Now he's hitting Spencer on the right side. Makes a good cut up the field and gets out back across the 50. So not not to try to set up yeah. a screen there on a kind of like that throwback. It was a busted screen though because he didn't have anybody out in front of him. But uh, he's going to get about uh, five yards, six yards back. So brings up a third down and fourteen. Uh, the ball's on the just across midfield to the forty-nine yard line of Schulenberg with a minute forty-seven. The clock's still running. Mason still has all three of their timeouts left. Yeah, I'd, I would have killed the clock right there. Well, we're at least under a minute 30, start calling some timeouts. Two receivers set, Harding and Spencer. Motion Spencer across, give it to him on the jet sweep. Has two blockers in front of him, attack him from behind. As uh, number, yeah, he's still going to get about six yards, though. He's going to take him across the 45 to the 44. Minute 17 on the clock. Mason's going to take their first timeout. We'll take one with them. We'll be back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to Puncher Football on KNL 95.3. Landmark Realty is a proud sponsor of the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. Serving this area since 1975, we're third-generation punchers and realtors who bring proven success and a team approach to helping you sell or buy real estate, ranches, homes, farms, weekend, and commercial properties. Call, stop by, or visit us online at LaneburgRealty.com. For the best service and market sales price, choose Laneburg Realty. Choice of the Hill Country. 95.3 KNEL. So, Punchers uh, get it back to the original line of scrimmage. And uh, I believe it's third down. No, we got third yeah. down on the down marker over there across the field. Fourth and 10. Yeah, fourth and 10. We get it back to uh, inside Schindelberg territory. Time uh, looks like uh, we're going to have a promising run there to take Spencer, number 33. Well, the linebackers just came up the field and uh, grabbed him from behind, from the back side. So big fourth down play here, a minute 20. 
and Harding goes back to punt. And they're not, they don't send the rush. He gets the punt off, land oh, five, inside the five-yard line. Great punt there. I'm much better than that first one. Aiden Harding, a little wind behind him on that one. Just landed left side and straight out of bounds. So, uh, minute 12 left for Schillenberg. One thing you can't do here is let them have a big strike opportunity. Uh, with a minute 12 left to go here in this uh, first half, all tied at 14, uh, Mason gets a football when they come back out. So I uh, need to preserve this uh, a tie coming back out to that to that standpoint. See here what I got. Yeah, I got protection. Oh, get on him! Safety, safety for Mason. Yeah, they tried to. Strange. I mean, great. Yeah, we're going to take a lead into the half. Well, they're going to have a minute with two timeouts left. Hindenburg uh, has everybody on the line of scrimmage, and they decided to run a pitch. And everybody uh, just drops it. Quarterback picks it up, and regardless, it's going to be a safety. He had nowhere to go. Yeah, uh, Tate Schmidt did an awesome job. He picked the football up. Tate Schmidt just hit him and forced him right out the back of the end zone. And uh, that's going to put two points on the board. I know that's not a big uh, basketful, but still, uh, that's a, it matters. That's a, well, that just shows you how important that punt was to get him back to Oh, no doubt. Yeah. And what can happen with a little time remaining in the game. Minute 08 on the clock here in this one. Uh, Mason's going to get a free kick uh, as uh, they have the lead 16-14 to 14 after getting a safety. Uh, right there after Hayden Harding, and like Will said, that point, that punt becomes extremely crucial as they drive them back to their three-yard line. Yeah, I was I was expecting the punchers to go for it, and, and should, we've done it all year from, on fourth-down territory uh, from the opponent's side of the field. Schindler's going to be forced to kick off from their own twenty. So we got a minute eight, and we're going to have great field position if they try kick this one deep because uh, Bishop can get his hands on it. We could be down right back where we were with, with uh, timeout left. Two timeouts. I think we still got two timeouts. You're right, yeah. I think Schoenberg called that first one. Yeah. So, here you go. I just want to kick. And he boots it deep. Wobbly. Bishop throws it. How about the 37 straight up the middle? And tackle as he gets across midfield. I'll mark him at the 49. Minute two left. Much of that time to at least get in the field goal range, if not score. No doubt. Let's thank our sponsors for this year and this broadcast. Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Fort, Laneburg Realty, The Commercial Bank, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Midcoast Well Care in Mason, Dan Gandy Real Estate, and the Mason Puncher Club. So Mason has an opportunity here with a minute two on the clock and two timeouts, up 16 to 14. Twins right, Wofford in the gun. Rolls right. Got a guy Stop, open. steps up, throws. Caught by Bishop inside the 40. He just ran the stop route. Good job there by Bishop as uh, he was under, under pressure, just kind of sat down in a pocket on that zone defense and catches that football. Mason's going to call a timeout, 53 seconds on the clock. 
and the ball will be placed at the 39-yard line. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. That's got a passing game. I like to see this puncher, you know, just run those, slow down that zone, run those comeback routes. And if Robert has time, I mean, he's got the accuracy. He can find you. I just, I like it a lot more. And I just feel like we can, especially in a two minute offense, uh, move down the field. You don't get out of bounds, but uh, you pick up good yardage and a bunch of safer type throws. The only hesitation I had on that one right there is particular just to that play is it was pretty dang crowded right there with two curling back and four defenders. But, yes, you're exactly right. You just, <laughs> that, that has an accuracy, yeah. That has a big part of it. That passing game as, as a run game, I like it. Three receivers. Walter stays in the gun. Todd makes his right. And he's going to throw the swing to Todd, makes a cut, and keeps it in bounds as he gets back. To the, line, or to the down marker, so it's not, not effective there to the near side. Yeah, Schulenberg player hurt on the play, uh, number one, uh, favoring his left arm right there. 47 ticks left to go. Mason burns the two timeouts very quickly. That's the only bad part about that play right there on the sweep pass. Yeah, you only gained two yards, and you burn two timeouts, so now you've got two timeouts that have consumed five yards of play. Now it's third down. You're thinking, got to get, get the first. Yeah, and you have no timeouts left. 47 10. Yeah, they're going to have to get back to the line of scrimmage, spike it, or uh, snap another play. 47 seconds. Mason leads at 16 14 as uh, they pin Schindler back on their last series and uh, cause a safety right on the goal line. And they take their last timeout. See what happens here. Milo Mayfield uh, still favoring that right leg quite a bit. Uh, see his effectiveness moving forward. I, I would assume that he's going to be taking off both sides of the football as uh, he has been starting that way. The receiver set again for Walford. Shotgun, two back set. Play action. Drop straight back. There's Scantlin. Scantlin. On the post. Oh, yes. Scantlin's streaking down the hash and overthrown incomplete. I he was throwing the Man. flag out there. You had Scantlin, though. I mean, he, he had him. That ball uh, just airmailed right over the top of him. You also had uh, uh, Comey down the far side, who was wide open over there, coming to the midfield. They're running a two-high safety set, but there's room about 15 yards down the field in some gaps if uh, if they can get it in there. Fourth down. Thankfully, punchers, uh, I don't want to get the ball over here near midfield. No. Still lead at 16-14. They're going to come out. Think you make. Think you make sure you get the first down. Yeah. Let's see, Wofford. Oh, nearly drew him off sides. Long snap count. They look at the sideline. I'm out, Mason. I didn't think I they didn't had think three. Shinnerberg must have called two of those back when we were uh, moving the football. Or back I hate that to burn the timeout right there, though. I hate to do that, but Coach McLeod trying to decide whether he punts this one away again. Yeah. Or or do you risk it and? Uh, and go for it on a fourth and three situation. Punchers lead this one 16 to 14. So, uh, with under two minutes uh, left to go here in the half, a lot's happened as uh, Mason uh, forced a, had a good punt. They rolled out of bounds at the three yard line. Uh, they got a safety on a, 
on a bad snap play by Schulenberg, and Tate Schmidt forces the ball out of the back of the end zone. And then uh, Mason's been trying to drive here as this ball, as this uh, drive started back at their 40 yard line, and they're facing a fourth down and four situation. Uh, well, Coach McLeod and staff, yeah, electing to go for it here with 41 ticks left to go here in the half. Swings right to the near side. Now they motion scaling out to the left. Wofford all alone in the gun. Straight drop back. Throws. Nearly picked at Bishop at the 35, but it's on high and complete. Ball goes over. Man, that was, that was left. extremely dangerous. Number one uh, was all over that, and uh, he nearly intercepted that football uh, coming up. But Schulenberg's going to have it with 37 seconds left to go here in this first half as Mason leads this one 16-14. to 14. I'm sure why they're not letting Wofford. You know, he does like to. He keeps his eyes downfield, but he's a he's a very effective runner. And he could have picked that up. I mean, yeah, there was lots of gap those, there. Those are those. I think with that kind of quarterback, run pass options are very. Oh, it's, it's, they're just hard to stop uh, as long as you can get outside. Schubert takes over. They're going to spread this one out and go four wide. Right all alone in the gun. Quick toss to number 11. Oh, he drops it. Yeah, ball was at his feet. Couldn't scoop it up. It'll be second and 10. 34 seconds left. Hunter Goodwin and company uh, were right there. I don't think he would have got very far had he had he got there. But uh, big run by number 11 to set up uh, Schulenberg's last score. And so uh, trying to go back that route. Yeah, they just run these pick uh, you know, outside-in top receiver screens. The most routine passing play. They've only gone deep once. But number 11's got speed and height. He plays the inside slot receiver. And different quarterback this time for Schillenberg. As number one takes it, he's going to keep it on the ground, bounces out right, makes a cut, and tackled as he gets near the 45, well short of the first down. I think Schulenberg does have yeah. one timeout left, and they're going to burn it. They called a couple there. We thought Mason might have called one. Yeah, I thought they did, really. Uh, 24 seconds on the clock. Uh, Mason leads this one 16-14. We'll be back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on 95.3 KNEM. Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night. And Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank. Proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. 95.3 KNEL. All right, so 24 seconds left in the first half. Mason, Philly, Schoenberg, 16 to 14. Schoenberg, uh, third down and long five. They go three wide, right it back in, gun at quarterback. Low snap, quick, oh, pumps, looking at third deep down the right sideline, in the double coverage, short. Out of bounds, uncatchable anyway. Trying to get number zero. Yeah, they had him over undered out there. And 17 seconds left in this one, or left in this half. And uh, Schulenberg's facing a fourth down and five. Good job there, Tate Spencer, Spencer Morris. Now, there's no way. Bite on the pump. There's no way that you punt this one to number 12, is there? 
No, I, I would kick it out of bounds or punt it out of bounds if I could inside the 20. Still be a long kick. So, see what happens. 17 there. seconds. Mason's trying to block oh. it. They nearly get to the kicker, but they knock him down. They're going to get the football back. Todd hit immediately as he catches it on the run. But uh, we did run into their kicker. Had three guys in his face. That's going to give him a first down. Yeah. So, Bird is going to get this ball back with 11 seconds on the clock. And then punch your territory. So, costly penalty there. Hopefully, we can keep them keep points off the board. They've got a pretty good kicker in number five. They've been kicking, uh, using number three for the extra points. See what, uh, pretty sure what the call is. Schoenberg is walking down the field. White hat's going over. I guess, I guess they're, uh, going over the options there with the Schoenberg coach. Yeah. Hey, coach, sure. uh, Walt Brock. Maybe he's early into his start there. As our coaches mentioned, uh, loaded with talent, not as not, uh, as many years under the same coach. See what happens here, what their options are going to step it off here. Looks like uh, Schuttenberg's offense is going to come back onto the field. Running into the kicker. Only a five-yard penalty. Five-yard so five penalty and a... Okay. It should be an automatic. They're going to be a yard short. So, fourth down and one. So, wasn't roughing the kicker, running into the kicker. Yeah. Kicker went to the ground. Okay. So, fourth down and one for Schulenberg with 11 seconds on the clock. Let's see what they like to do here. No timeouts. Yeah. So, they're going to go for it. I guess they can get back up and spike the football, take a shot. Maybe. Go back, sneak, and get pushed from behind. Gets He's going to get it. Seven. Yeah, they're not going to even try to. Well, they get, because it's a first down. Yeah, it stops the clock. Stops the clock. As soon as the ball is set, though, yeah. that clock will start. So now the clock will start. Six seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Game. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. get it off. Doesn't get it off. That's going to do it for this half of football. But uh, let's stay right here one more time. We didn't thank our sponsors quite enough as uh, Mason Banks, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Laneburg Realty, The Commercial Bank, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Midcoast Well Care in Mason, Dan Gandy Real Estate, Mason Puncher Club. We thank you for your, your sponsors and your time uh, that you give to these young people. And uh, we're going to take a two-minute break uh, here from our Hear from uh, some of the sponsors and uh, bring back first half stats. Talk about close ball game. Thankfully, uh, Mason leads 16 14 back. Two minutes listening to Puncher playoff football 95 3. Can you? Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student athletes right here in Texas. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? 
It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Texas University Interscholastic League and the Texas High School Athletic Directors Association. I know your old car or truck just isn't meeting your needs anymore. You need something better, and you want it now. But the current shortage of fresh out of the factory new cars and trucks has left the dealer lots just about empty. One option is previously owned car or truck. And at Lucas Yum Cars and Trucks in Brady, we have a pretty good selection of quality used cars, trucks, and SUVs. And here's an even better idea. Ask the folks at Lucas about a certified pre-owned Chevrolet, Buick, or GMC. A certified pre-owned vehicle takes the guesswork out of used car shopping. They're inspected, reconditioned, and offer many new car benefits, such as extended powertrain warranty. With a certified pre-owned Chevrolet, Buick, or GMC from Lukey's, you get peace of mind without the new car price. Come on by Lukey's today and have a look. We think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And remember, you can check out our entire inventory anytime at Lukey's.com. Lukey's, your gateway to savings always. 95.3 KNEL. All right, back here is the halftime. Jackson Stadium. Wembley, Texas. And uh, let's pause uh, another minute here and uh, as we wait for the first half stats. We'll be back in 60 seconds uh, with first half stats. Don't miss the UIL Football State Championships starting Wednesday, December 15th at the AT&T Center in Arlington, Texas. Ticket information and more can be found at UILTexas.org. Landmark Realty is a proud sponsor of the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. Serving this area since 1975, we're third-generation punchers and realtors who bring proven success and a team approach to helping you sell or buy real estate, ranches, homes, farms, weekend, and commercial properties. Call, stop by, or visit us online at LaneburgRealty.com. For the best service and market sales price, choose Laneburg Realty. Choice of the Hill Country. If you want to bid on some amazing prizes, then be sure to attend the Mason County Chamber of Commerce Wild Game Dinner on Saturday, November 13th. Take part in the special ammo auction for a chance at an 1860 Henry rifle. Plus, there's a live auction, door prizes, and 23 guns and ammo up for grabs. Enjoy food from Cooper's Original Pit Barbecue and, of course, Wild Game. Come on out and celebrate hunting season at the Fort Mason Community Building. For more information, call 325-347-5758 or visit masontxcoc.com. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of high school sports aired on KNEL AM and FM, visit KNELradio.com homepage and find the listing of KNEL podcast. Click on the KNEL Sports Podcast and you can enjoy listening or downloading your favorite sporting events. KNEL serving the heart of Texas and the Northwest Hill Country with your sports podcast. KNEL Sports Podcast, making a difference in your life. 95.3 KNEL. Well, back again. This is halftime here. Texas Stadium, Wimberley. Mason leads it. Leads to number 16-14, and uh, Micah has first half stats. Yeah, first half stats, Will, are a little tighter than what uh, we're kind of used to looking at, uh, even in some of our closer, closer games. But uh, Mason doing a good job of uh, maintaining uh, the football and keeping – Schulenberg's offense off the field, and I think that's going to be one of my keys uh, going into the second half here 
that that first initial drive is going to be super important coming out there, and that safety and 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 we'll talk about all that here in a minute. But that punt and and all was super super important um, as that last really two minutes of that last half of the first half uh, became really really relevant uh, in, in the hope the scheme of the whole game, which I hope Mason's able to pull it out. But running the football, Mason ran it 22 times for 90 yards. And if these, if these stats are accurate, that means Mason's going to have 33 plays from scrimmage. That's a lot for a half of football. So 22 times for 90 yards. Schulenberg runs it, or t- runs it 15 times for 79 yards. A lot of that coming on the one breakaway run by number 10, uh, who scores, and we'll get to that in here in just a second. Passing the football, Mason uh, threw it up 11 times and uh, converted seven of those for 58 yards. Schulenberg was four for eight for 63 yards. Total yards uh, come to 148 by Mason, and Schulenberg has 142 yards. Mason is 50% on third down, four for eight. Schulenberg is three for five. Um, this says no turnovers, but there actually was. Mason forced a turnover early. Uh, forced a fumble as uh, Schulenberg was already up. I think they were up seven to zero at that time. Yep, they were. And Mason uh, on the second possession forces a fumble, and then uh, no, I think it was on their first possession. Very first. Yeah, possession. you're right. We they were moving the football. We caused the fumble. Yep. Uh, they held us, and then they drove down and scored uh, to make it seven to zero. And that drive got stopped by some of these penalties that are charted here in the stats. As uh, Mason was flagged four times in that first half for 25 yards, Schoenberg only flagged once for 10 yards. The scoring summary looks like this. Uh, with 7.18 on the clock in the first quarter, uh, numbers 35, uh, or no, uh, excuse me, number 10. 10 takes it from 35 yards out for a touchdown. Then Mason uh, answers four minutes, almost exactly four minutes later, as number four Ivan Wofford throws it to Brody Comey from 11 yards out for a touchdown. Then again in the second period, quit pretty early, Ivan Wofford's pass to number five Tate Spencer. Man, he made a fighting effort from five yards out. Um, it says a four-yard touchdown, but he caught that about five yards back, and I mean he just fought his way in there with two defenders hanging all over him. For a touchdown, extra point was good. Then late uh, in that in that second quarter, I'm going to say uh, with 3:51 on the clock, this play was set up by number a pass to number 11 for Schulenberg, and he just uh, rumbles and bumbles all the way down to inside the 10 yard line. And then uh, uh, they wind up running it twice from one yard out. Number 10 takes it in again for a score. And uh, then with a minute 20 on the clock, and I want to describe this a little bit for our listeners, and we'll chime in whenever, uh, but Mason gets stopped inside of two minutes, um, only using only using two timeouts. And they get stopped, and they, they're forced to punt the ball. They're really at that out there no-man's land where you go either way, but on a fourth-and-short situation – they elect to, to, to snap it to Hayden Harding to punt the football. And he, I mean, you couldn't have drawn a line in which that ball needed to go any better than what he kicked it. It lands about the 15-yard line, and it rolls out at about the three off uh, out of bounds. And that sets up a tough situation for Schulenberg 
as they're trying to get out of their own end zone then with a minute 20 on the clock, and they're trying to run down and score because they know Mason's going to have the ball coming back out of this halftime. But bad snap allows Tate Spencer to come loose, and he does the right thing. He doesn't try to go for the ball. He doesn't try to just tackle the, the, the uh, ball carrier. He just shoves the ball carrier out the back of the end zone for a safety. Good heads-up play there by a senior leadership uh, from the linebacker position. Uh, and he made two really good plays inside of a three-minute time frame and put the punchers back on, not only brought it even, but put the punchers back on top for a 16-14 halftime score. You can tell it, what a difference it makes when he's in the ballgame, both sides of the ball. Like, we didn't have him against Johnson City. Right. It, it showed, especially when we were trying to pick up those third-down conversions, you know, when we were getting stopped on the run. Just for comparison, you know, we got less than 100 yards in the first half of rushing. It's only happened twice this season. Uh, well, excuse me, it only happened once. I can find that was against Wall. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that was a very tight ball game. Uh, it was 14 nothing at the half. Uh, we had eight, 83 yards of rushing that that ball game. Uh, against Johnson City, where it was 21-20 at the half, we still had 165 yards on the ground. Right. So we're used to picking up big chunks in the first half. Uh, those are the only two, other two tight games we've been in. And uh, sure enough, it shows up on the scoreboard as well, even though those are some big, long, sustaining drives. Uh, we were able to get get down the field, field, eat up a lot of clock, keep feeling the offense off the field, like you said, would be very key to the second half. So, I think something else that's been a very, very crucial part to this is that run pass option. Will I mean the the drives where we've been able to keep that alive, we've been way more effective than when we became one dimensional like we did in that second drive. Yeah, and uh, as we as I mentioned, you know, Walford had. A couple of really great games on the ground when he decided to keep the football, either scrambling or just seeing a wide open middle of the field. Maybe some of the designed runs. And I think, you know, obviously he, you know, pulled that, that quad muscle, you know, a few weeks back in that John City game. Uh, maybe that's part of it. But uh, when he's rolling out, you know, they do a lot of waggle bootleg, you know, with walkers in front. Right. He's really good about, I mean, he hits Scantling a lot in the flats. That's your first read. Uh, he keeps his eyes downfield, but a lot of times when he doesn't have people in front of him, we only need, you know, four to six yards. That's an easy first and out of bounds, you know, type run. Or it really, what it does is it brings those, those uh, defensive backs up a little bit. And that's when you hit them deep. You know, you suck them in, mm-hmm. you know, you make that first uh, pump, act like you're running, then you get to the line of scrimmage. And that's when you find, you know, it just, it, it just opens up, I think. And he's a very good runner, he's very elusive. I just think he's a weapon not fully. I mean, we, we need him to be able to throw the football be out there. But he's showing his toughness, and uh, maybe they're just watching that, that leg muscle. Sure, and now you've got Milo Mayfield that came off with that right knee injury, and you hope it's just a stinger inside that knee. Uh, we've all kind of had those before uh, to where, you know, you get that you just get that pain at the backside of your knee, and then all of a sudden uh, you can kind of work it out. But uh, hopefully that's all it was, and, and they're able to, uh, to 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 be back in full force. He's done a good job when he's in there, uh, and he's a key he's a key anchor uh, on that on that offensive side. I, I think we can get by on the defensive side, yeah. But on that offensive side, he's a true anchor in that in that uh, core. You can tell he's playing with Tane, but he does a great job even coming out of the huddle. I mean, he is the first one to the line still, and so he's not letting that defense, you know, he's not showing them that he's ready to. You know, play a few series out just yet. So we'll take another long, uh, probably five-minute commercial break. 
as the mighty band from Countryland starts their halftime performance here in Wimberley. Uh, back five minutes uh, from Texas State Network and uh, bring you uh, some scores from around uh, the playoff bracket. Uh, District Region State here on 95.3 KNO. Kiosen Sports, I'm Jimmy the Saint. Christopher, the Cowboys won't have their starting left tackle or a pass rusher this weekend. Details on the way. As Texans, we put faith and family first. We work hard for our pay. We put in long hours on the job. We love our football and certainly love our barbecue. And we also love our freedom. But sometimes, no matter how much you want to stay in your lane, somebody makes a wrong turn into your life. We're not expecting it or planning it, but a motor vehicle accident can alter our lives in an instant. It's in these moments we're reminded how important faith and family are. It's also in those moments you realize... You need a partner you can trust. And we here at Franklin Frankel at 1-800-LAWYERS want to be that partner. To get the insurance companies to pay up and help recover lost wages and medical expenses due to a vehicle accident that wasn't your fault. Franklin Frankel has been representing Texans for over 25 years. Helping accident victims recover their money, their dignity, and their lives after an auto accident. Visit us today at truckwreck.com or call 1-800-LAWYERS. Franklin Frankel. Principal Office, Dallas, Texas. Cowboys starting left tackle Tyron Smith has been ruled out for Sunday's game with Atlanta because of an ankle injury. Terrence Steele will start again at left tackle. Does Jerry Jones on the fan Dallas-Fort Worth see Smith coming back for the Chiefs next week? Well, he's progressing. And uh, again, it's got a little of the early part of the training camp when we want to be real careful and uh, not come too quick because we've got a long season to go. And uh, uh, of course, the events of last weekend uh, make you uh, pitch, uh, be careful to the wind a little bit, and let's get the win, or let's get the series, or let's get the uh, let's get the touchdown. And so it's more more about now probably than this time last week. But uh, uh, we'll get him back. Uh, I, I think that we'll have better line play. Period. I really do than we had last week, just from the awareness of what happened to us last week and the oh. offensive line. Where is the defense going without Gregory, Mike McCarthy, on the fan? Uh, frankly, we're just you know taking a you know next man up approach, and uh, you know we'll you know I just think the timing of, of Randy's injury, you know, we really didn't want to um, change a whole lot. You know, we wanted to, we wanted to stay as true to our plan as we possibly could. Uh, so uh, you know, we got some young guys that are doing some good things, and uh, we'll just have a healthy rotation. You know, Dorrance is back. Uh, you know, obviously Micah has been working there some too. So uh, we're just going to go with a, just a little bit of a little different rotation based on playtime numbers. With the Texans in the bye week, what does head coach David Culley reflect on about his 1-8 and eight team? I like the fact that this team will not quit. I like that this team will always play hard. Uh, I'm frustrated that this team doesn't play as consistent as we need them to play to have uh, success and win football games. Uh, that's on us as coaches. Uh, we haven't done as good a job as we need to do to do that. And during this bye week, we're going to access everything and make sure that uh, we can find things that to help us to eliminate those things that are keeping us from being consistent offensively, defensively, and special teams to help us win football games. And we know what they are. We just we know the process, Chris. We just got to keep keep coaching it, and we're going to keep doing that. 
Brown star running back Nick Chubb, along with pass-catching running back Dimitri Felton, will miss Sunday's game at New England after testing positive for COVID-19 earlier this week. Preseason AP All-America forward Melissa Smith had 21 points, 16 boards, a seventh-ranked Baylor pulled away in the second quarter for an 81-54 win over Texas Arlington. Jordan Nixon scored 13 points to lead five and double figures as number 23 Texas A&M cruised to a 92-32 win over Southern. Jimmy, the Saint, Christopher, T. SN Sports. We've got all your projects covered at Mason Building Supply, your hometown general store. Put a fresh coat of Valspar paint on the house, then add some new bird feeders and a fresh Cabot wood stain for the deck. Get ready for spring and summer gardening and landscaping. We rent tillers and aerators and order sod to keep your lawn looking fabulous. Don't forget that new fencing or fence repairs. Mason Building Supply has it all at 254 Moody Street in Mason. Or give us a call at 325-347-5899. Nine Bar Land and Cattle is a proud supporter of all sports in Mason. We have much to be proud of here in Mason. Winning teams is how we roll. And Nine Bar believes in that philosophy of how we do business, too. Support our teams and consider letting Nine Bar be your winning team when you're buying or selling ranches, land, or homes. It's a great day at Nine Bar. And as Lee Graham said, it's a great day to be a puncher. 95.3 KNEL. We're back here, still seven minutes left during halftime. Audio band from Puncherland finished up their performance. Mason Punch is already back on the field and warmed up, stretched out. As I said, still seven minutes left on the scoreboard. They're second half kickoff. So let's go and report some scores. We'll start in our own district. Uh, Harper, these games were played yesterday. Most people have already seen the score likely, but Shiner beats Harper uh, yesterday 76-6. to No problem there. Uh, <laughs> second place team out of this district, Ganado, they beat Ozona 68-18. to and uh, another game going on tonight at our district. Johnson City taking on, uh, well, actually, Ganado's yeah, second-place team. Flotonia's the third-place team out of District 13-2A. And Flotonia leads Johnson City 10-0 at the half. And, again, Mason leads uh, Schulenberg 16-14. So all these teams out of District 13-2A are pretty good. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, no well, slight given there. Weimer didn't win a game, and uh, you know, we used to run into Weimer this time during the, during the playoffs. <laughs> So it shows you what happens when those uh, you know, 3A teams move down into your district and Shiners, what, they are what they are. Uh, let's go out uh, west a little bit. Gold uh, Lake taking on Forsan, number 10 ranked Forsan. And uh, Forsan Buffalo's lead Gold Lake tonight, 14 to 9, another close game. Uh, go back up uh, nearby to the station in this crowd. Ballinger playing Crane. And uh, Crane retakes the lead 28-21 over the Ballinger Bearcats. Brady leads Anthony 51-7. to uh, Cisco Lobos uh, leading Haskell as they midway through the third quarter. These are all 7 o'clock games. Cisco leads Haskell 48-21. Lano leads Marion 31-19. Uh, pass is tied up with Pleasanton 14-14. Up to uh, Division One Three A, Jim Nett still number one. They lead Easter forty-two to six. And uh, let's see. What about the Fredericksburg bunch? Yeah, I was looking for that one. I thought I may have passed it. Fredericksburg. See here. Uh, they played yesterday. No, they played today. 
Where did they go? They played in Jim Dad this evening. Anyway, I'll find it eventually. Oh, it was at the very top. Uh, Fredericksburg trails Somerset. Somerset leads 38-27. Ooh. In that one. Uh, go kind of through the top-ranked teams, Division 2A. Mason fired up as they come back onto the field long before Schulenberg even comes out of the locker room. Number seven, Beckville leads Joaquin 28-12. to 12. Most of these games, number six, New Deal beat Olden yesterday 63-21. to 21. Number nine, Coleman beat Anson 62-12. to 12. And Brock, back up to 3A, number two ranked Brock Eagles, they leave Wall 40-6. Number five, Holly, they beat San Sabi yesterday, 56-9. to They lead Brock? No, Brock was leading Wall, 40-9. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Again, Holly beat San Sabi, 56-9. Number four, Ann Crawford beats Dawson, 59-12. Number three, Timpson Bears, they beat Frankston, 62-0. Hauling over Leon, 40-7. Refurio takes care of Santa Maria, 70-6. And uh, right here in their stadium, number nine, Wimberley, they beat Navasota yesterday, 56-0, to the final in that one. And uh, Hearn leads Normandy, 38-0. to There's an upset in uh, Division 2-3A. Number three, Childress falls to Stanton. Stanton beats Childress 39-34. I think Childress just came off that win over Canadian. Wow. Uh, to, get, to get them to number three. Division 2, or... Division 2 2A, number one ranked Mart. They win over Clarksville 84 to 6. That was today. That one's already over. Wow. 84 to 6. I think they kept the, kept the clock running. You think? Number 2, Katie, up in 6A. They went over Clemens 56 to 7. Number 2 ranked Stephenville. They went over Dunbar 49 21. And, uh,. Or any other interesting games? So, so waiting on the Shorthorns to uh, come out for the second half. Mason's been been waiting. Uh, might have warmed up just a little longer. Mason is the sideline. Mason is uh, special teams is already on the field. They're waiting this uh, this second half start. Is they're pretty fired up to receive this football as uh, they lead this one 16-14. If you're just uh, tuning us back in or driving through the area and joining us, it Schoenberg is uh, takes the field. Been a good one, as Will said. Uh, this division or this uh, district uh, that Schulenberg is in is a pretty tough one, and so they've seen some pretty tough opponents. Yeah. They know how to grind one out. Latonia now leads Johnson City seventeen to zero, and so uh, in order to avoid the sweep of our own district, Mason's going to need to add a few points. And uh, widen this lead, just uh, two points. So uh, they will receive the opening <clears throat> second half kickoff. They defer to the second half. So good to start with the football uh, when you're only leading by two. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Going to start with the football here to, uh, like Will said, start the second half. Mason uh, raring to go on the sideline. Let's thank our sponsors of uh, this broadcast. And tonight we can't ever thank them enough. Mason Puncher Club, Dan Gandy Real Estate, Midcoast Well Care in Mason. Luke is GM Cars and Trucks, Hill Country Collision Repair, 
Mason Building and Supply, the Commercial Bank, Laneburg Realty, Heart of Texas Ford, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Willow Creek Cafe, and the Mason Bank. So, uh, Richard Montiano, one of the JVers, has been hurt all season. He gets to play, trying to fire up the Mason crowd. Stands on the bench. I think, uh, I think the cold might have a little, little to do as well with the quietness of the Mason crowd. Oh, maybe so. This and uh, shivers. Yeah, I guess. Uh, they're blowing on their hands. But uh, still, they're, you know, filling up this boys' uh, stadium. Yeah, they should get, get on their feet and get excited. So, Shiver start the second half kicking off from our right to left. Number three tees it up. He didn't always kick it. Michael Cortez. Seeing number five also kick off Bryson Shramick. We got a pause in play for something. The press announcer went to wait. So, uh, Bishop all alone standing back after 15. Ryan Todd. Yep, man, at the 35, and all the rest of the punchers near midfield in case of an onside. Don't know exactly what we were waiting on there, but uh, nonetheless, we're fired up and ready to go. Yeah, they kick it at an angle here coming out of the huddle. And there's, there's the onside, and good job by the punchers. They they felt that coming. Their yeah. front blockers just... Made a wedge into the shield barriers. They were breaking that hole on the quail onside. So they had plenty of protection to let that ball bounce through. Travis Parker yeah. did a heck of a job of just falling on top of it there. Uh, no risk. So Mason Punchers have the football uh, to start this second half in great field position across the 40, to the 46-yard line where it'll be first and 10. Mason we talked about the keys to the second half, keeping that Schulenberg offense off the field and keeping the run-pass option alive on these drives as they push down the field. Run heavy formation, diamond backfield. They call it the rip. Play action, Rafa Rose to his right. Throws on the run, oh. caught. Low pass caught by Scanlon. He falls backwards. He's going to fall at the line of scrimmage. So... The, Here's my concern with a play like that is, one, it takes so long to develop. And, two, that is such a hard throw for a quarterback uh, with his feet moving to try to throw it across his body back in a misdirection. I forgot a little. He's getting a little too deep. And uh, a little sprint out passes, you got to get out quickly. The only throw is you get your shoulders turned. But second and ten, wing T set, Wofford under center. Take the sweep, get it back to – Oh, nice play. Nice run by Tate Spencer. He bounces it out, gets across midfield, and out of bounds. Picks up the first down, first and ten punchers from the the Schoenberg 43. Julio Hutron, what an effort getting downfield, putting a block on down there about ten yards. So first down and ten, like you said, Tate Spencer running with another level of authority as he gets the football and gets it across to the 42-yard line, first down punchers. They're really good tailback, and he's uh, a team in average yards for carry. Now you get it to uh, Ryan. Oh, my goodness. Straight up the middle. Wide oh, road. Oh, the, the ball came oh, out. Yeah. I don't know if it came out before or after, but Schoenberg's uh, taking it the other way with Brockers in front of him to take out Walker. One man to beat. That is Ryan Tide. 
and he can't get to him. Somebody tackled him in the end zone. That's going to be a touchdown unless they called it down. Big run there by Ty gets it all the way down to the shooter number twenty and looks like the ball might have been coming out as he was going to the ground. That uh, hit hard. He did, but I thought I thought he was down. I mean yeah. number eleven was on top of him, but they're gonna call that uh, a fumble and he's gonna take it all the way to the house. So uh that's not good to start this one. 20-16 is your score, barring this extra point. That was number zero and number 10 that would turn that. He was fast. Todd nearly caught him. Yeah, though. that was amazing. Todd got up and treading down the field. Oh, they faked the reverse third of the end zone. Wide open. Touchdown, Schulenberg. So Schulenberg gets the safety back right there as they go for two. They're up 22-16 right here. Caught by number 82, Hayden Schultz. That time they faked left, and then he was – Went in a route on the right side, and uh, he must have been on the fake. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, he was wide open. So, just like that, Schulenberg uh, back on top, 22-16. They make it a one-possession game uh, with the two-point conversion. And, uh, man, yeah, that what was a quick. event. I, I thought, I was talking about, I was trying to describe, you know, the run that Todd just had. There was a big hole on the left side. And just a smash lead play. And then he's in the secondary. I think he's, you know, potentially scored. All of a sudden, he gets hit from the side and he's going down on his back. I never saw the ball come out until Kelly Silver played running the other way with it. And uh, just like that. Not good. We take the lead, 22-16. So you can, you, you can bet uh, only when they were down to. The onside kick. Think about what they're going to do up six here. Onside kick has uh, becomes another option. Number three is going to kick this one off. He can kick it deep. On the side started the game, he kicked it over our heads. But now Todd goes back. Bishop standing back at the ten. On twenty. Number three. Running start high, deep kick. Still about Bishop at the fifteen. Straight up the middle, looking for a seam. Now out to the right. And Bishop's going to get a good pick. Pick up out to the 35. Slide comes in, backside. Yeah, away from the football, backside of the play. This side of the hash, but. Yeah, but still, it was away from yeah. where Bishop was heading. behind Bishop. So likely uh holder pushing the back. Gets the puncher, so. Just like that, punchers, uh, it's going to be against holding. the punchers. Holding, it was? Yeah. I didn't see. Uh, holding call, so that's going to move the punchers back to about the 25-yard line. So, uh, where you want to start? No, but punchers were driving down the Oh, field. yeah. We, yeah I mean, they just ripped apart that defense in that last run, and Todd Jr. did a pretty good job having two hands on the football. Gives up a fumble, and uh, they returned it for a touchdown, 22-16. Is your score 10:44 on the clock here in the third quarter? Ten on the box for Schillenberg. We get it straight to get to Scanlon. He's hit and pushed backwards, short half a yard on the, on the carry. Schillenberg, uh, another level of excitement there as uh, they forced uh, Mason uh, backwards on the line of scrimmage, and but uh, 
Stanley was able to fall forward for a one-yard gain. Second down and nine. Ball on the 26-yard line. And points left in the third quarter. Sorry, there was a flag on the field, and I think it was just, uh, I think it fell out of the pocket of the ref on the near side. Backfield, two wide receivers. Spencer motions to the inside. Play action. Walker being chased. Those on the run. No dangerous pass at the first down marker incomplete. Spencer's dragging across. That's dangerous for everybody. It's uh, a good way to get your receiver hurt and or throw an interception. Walker's being chased out there by big number 68, Nathan Shear. So quickly, a third down and nine situation back at their own 26-yard line. Mason driving the football. Todd comes out on this third down play. See what they Mason draws up here. Bishop sent to the wideouts. Scanlon alongside Walford in the shotgun. Snap. Fake. Straight drive back. Now he rolls to the right. In chase. Throws on the run. Has Comey open on the sideline. Caught. He caught it. In That's going to be a first down right there. 30. And a good sideline throw. Right, uh, we got flags on the back side. Complete opposite side of the field. Illegal legal receiver downfield. Sure, that was uh, that was a straight drop back pass. So we should have been in pass protection. Are they calling that on legal receiver? So it's going to repeat third down. However, it's going to make it a third down at fifteen. I wonder if that's because Spencer was in motion and was starting to move forward. It's on the line at the snap. No idea. That's the only thing I can figure. Hunter Goodwin and Todd come in for Spencer. Two fullbacks trying to tie the tailback. Third and long. Did he? Should have got him. That was contact, I think, over on the left side. It was. He was definitely in the neutral zone. We jumped, but I think that's because... We're going to get five of those back yeah. right here as uh, offsides on the defense. So a little more third and manageable back to the original line of scrimmage. Yep. So ball's back onto the 26-yard line. So Comey, good one, come back off. Well, now Comey's back on, Spencer and Bishop. So third down package. Find somebody open in space. Just don't let him settle down. Ball for some time. Is he gonna, yeah, he'll be in the gun. Two receiver set. Comey the tight end on the left. Motion Bishop. Across. Oh, my goodness. We jump. They're moving, but we're jumping. Got to hang in there, boys. Watch the football. Got to watch the football. Baker's trying to lobby that they were touches. Touches. Yeah, that they're... They are moving. I mean, so just like that, uh, here without any taking any time off, 9.50 on the clock here in the third quarter, we've moved this football 15 yards, five yards up, five yards back, five yards up, five yards back. On, uh, 15 yards up and, yeah, 20 yards back. So, 9.51, third down, 14. Big third down here. At least protect the football. We don't get it. Twins left. Walford, shotgun, good protection. There he is. There he is. In pressure. Scrambles. Now back across the field. Has people in his face, so he's going to have to throw to get rid of it. And he throws it right into the hands of waiting number one. Interception. You got to throw that out. 
Yeah, you got to give yourself an opportunity to punt that one away. I tried to do a little too much there. He might have just saw some. I don't know what he saw. There was three defenders yeah. between him and his receiver. You've got to uh, you've got to chunk that one out of bounds. I mean, that's that's pretty textbook right there. You guys gonna have to clamp down here. And uh, if I was Shiner or Schoenberg, Shiner, take a shot. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the big number eleven on the near side. Ball front twins left. Quarterback keeps it on the ground over the right side, has a hole, makes his way through the defense, across the 30, through the 28-yard line. So, uh, it's a first down and about four. And Shiner leads, now leads Mason 22-16. to 16. They, they take a fumble recovery all the way back down 80 yards. Retake the lead. It's going to have to uh, come up with a stop. Force a turnover. They go three wide. Yeah, you don't want to get this a two-possession game. Ryba. No, they snap it to the back. Lewis. His, his own lineman tackles him. The first down on the second effort. Yeah, it takes it down to the 18, or, I mean, excuse me, 24-yard line where it'll be first and 10 for Schulenberg. So that interception is going to be very costly here if punchers can't uh, keep points off the board. Under nine minutes left in the third quarter. Schoenberg threatening first and ten from the puncher at 25. Lead Mason 22 to 16. So something Mason hasn't done all season is turn the ball over multiple times, and we've done so here tonight. He'll four wide. Rida takes a direct snap right side, looking for him. Hurdles a tackler. It's a good run. Man, out near the 15. He did over the marker. He did. He did tackle him. Hardly, excuse me. Spencer Morris came flying <laughs> up. Tried to hit him low and he went right hurt. over the top. Schulenberg, second short. Balls on the uh, about the 17 yard line. Besides the bunch of red zone. Go three wide. Receivers left, one right. Right. Snap, calls his number again, straight up the middle, and they're just finding, yeah, they're finding a push running behind it. They're playing with a little extra energy after those two turnovers and uh, certainly got Mason on their heels here uh, inside the 15-yard line down to the 11, where it'll be first and goal. Offensive line starting to get some push. Linebackers are going to have to get in there and disrupt. Three wide again. Righto. Looks left. Looks right. Again, has to bounce it out. This time, oh, nice. oh. hands on him. He's getting a good yeah. after contact. Milo Mayfield nearly got him in the backfield. However, uh, he, like Will said, he's got a. He's kind of jump. He's kind of jumping right there at the end and get another yard, yard and a half. Wide row comes in for Milo Mayfield as he's fighting through that leg injury. You can tell uh, he's just giving it all he's got. All right, but only a sophomore, big kid, strong. They go four wide, second and eight. Pushing the slot across, gets him on the jet sweep. That's Kenny King, number one. Quick, good, open field tackle. Oh, nice. Nice hit there. Wide row comes in and just finishes him. Yeah, a good wrap-up out there is uh, one is dangerous in space. Yeah, they're only going to gain about a yard, so it's going to bring up a third down. 
in about eight situation. They can get a first down inside the one, uh, but... They're in. He had a ten. We went smaller on the on the defensive line. I'm not. I'm not sure the reasoning behind that. Like this fresh legs. I mean, well, they may have been there out the nose guard, but now they go bunch receivers three to the right. Rada rolls that direction, looking, looking. Now a fresh pressure being pushed as he throws into the end zone. Nobody there. Number zero goes up and gets it. I don't know how they don't have somebody. I haven't seen that. That was signal. That was a floater, and... Are they going to call him down? Yeah, touchdown. It was? Yeah, sure enough. Line up the extra point. Touchdown, Schulenberg. They go up 28-16 with six minutes left to go here in the third quarter. The blessing on all this is that not much time has gone off the clock with all the penalties. Snag it hold, and uh, number three pushes it through. Plenty of legs. So, I don't know, it's going to be 29 to 16, 6.06 left in the third quarter, and uh, very quickly they get two on the board coming out of halftime, one on defense, and that one on offense, both after turnovers. We'll take a 30-second timeout, be that back. Makes a bunch of return here on 95.3, can Meanwhile, at Willow Creek Cafe and Club, Chase, do you see it? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Nah, Mom. It's the train coming at us. No, Chase. Things are getting better, and Willow Creek Cafe is still serving the best home cooking from 6 to 10, Monday through Sunday. And the club is open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Oh, I see it now. It's the headlights on your Jeep. Oh, jeez. Not again. Chase, your memory is worse than mine. Whatever, Ange. 95.3 KNEL. I said, coming back to the Mason Puncher kickoff return. That's going to be a Mason Puncher comeback here as uh, we're down 13. Thankfully, like Micah said, a lot of time left in this ball game. We're just going to have to reestablish some things and uh, calm down a little bit. Keep our defense off the field. Sustain the drive here. Take the football. You said earlier that they they show good adjustment. We're about to find out right here as uh, you're down two scores. With good time, it's uh, it's time to buckle down and work methodically and get some points on the board. Three kicks it deep again. Going to be fielded by Todd. 15. Straight up the field. Has room. Good. Mines the crease. Gets that to the 40. It's a good return there by Todd. Takes the football and country offense starts a much better position at the 40. And about, uh, so like I, just like I said here, uh, down 29 to 16. Uh, all you've got, you've got to uh, get back to the fundamentals and, and break out the hammer and the chisel and just go to chipping away at, uh, at this deficit. And you've got plenty of time to do so. You've got uh, a quarter and a half, really, uh, to make this happen. Two point, or two scores in a quarter and a half for this Mason Puncher offense. The way they looked in that second quarter uh, should not be a problem, but uh, you're dang sure going to have to tighten the belt. Austin Clementon in the game. Someone they toss it, go back pitch. Jaden Scanlon, all good, Walker, good run, and a first down. Punchers out across midfield, and uh, that's what you got to do to steal that edge. Schulenberg uh, got some guys that are playing pretty chippy out there in terms of just their their demeanor, and uh, you can utilize that against them uh, just a little bit in terms of driving their overconfidence. 
Mason back to this tempo game that we've seen them play late in the year. As they're quick back to the line at the 49-yard line. Formation tied in right. Oh, my goodness. Walter runs in the tide on the handoff. The tide, it worked out. Recovers and gets a first down. White row tangled up with the uh, defensive end out there. Milo Mayfield takes little number 78. He's not really little, but Milo was bigger than him. And uh, he pushes him back to the 45-yard line. So as fast as Todd was running down the opposite side of the field, Milo was carrying his defender uh, down this side of the field. So something's been said on that offensive line. Milo's playing with uh, a little bit of extra energy out there. First and 10 for the punchers on the 35-yard line. Yeah, over the right side. The right pitch. Minsky again, but Scanlon recovers. Gets back to the line of scrimmage. That could have been a, a loss of five. Yeah, he gains two on the play. That could have been a turnover because there was there was uh, uh, Schulenberg players in the area. Scanlon does a good job of catching it, shifting his weight, and pushing back through them. Mason's going to call a timeout here. So uh, No, Schulenberg, excuse me. Yeah, they're just tired. They're getting they're getting pushed off the line. So yeah, Schulenberg. the offensive line getting fired up. Schulenberg calls a timeout here with 5:30 on the clock in the third quarter. They lead this one 29-16. But uh, Mason threatening back into Schulenberg territory. Uh, one thing I noticed on that drive, Austin Simmonson is rarely out on the field until late in the ball game. You know, not a starter, but he's a big body. Right, so they're trying to match up something on that offensive line or just give us some bigger bodies to sure. be able to block down and uh, get our guys uh, unnecessary to open a hole. But uh, just interesting seeing that. Oh, he came in for somebody. Yeah, I just didn't it. Yeah. Let's uh, thank our sponsors for this broadcast. And uh, as we do, as Mason's driving down the field here with 5.30 on the clock, Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Laneburg Realty, The Commercial Bank, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Midcoast Well Care and Mason, Dan Gandy Real Estate, or Dan Gandy Real Estate and Mason Puncher Club. We're tied again. Boot leg left. Walford sets, throws deep towards Comey. Oh. Diving incomplete over his head. Comey got tangled up. Well, again, you've got a quarterback run into the pylon on the short side of the field, and he threw it over his back shoulder on the other side. Big, tall receivers like that, kind of hard to make an adjustment yeah. unless they're super athletic. Made the, you know, turning and to the inside instead of, you know, staying outside, turning the head. Very hard to do and teach. Tommy comes out. So it's third down. It's third down and nine. After a almost fumble. And then I don't know, you know, 11 men in the box. Go to Todd, right side, and nothing. I mean, they, yeah, he's going to gain four yards, maybe. So a four-yard pickup there. I think you have to put down territory here. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think you have to. You can't, range. Them, can't give them any worse field position than what you have thus far. So five minutes on the clock here in the third quarter. Again, not much time is ticked off or ticked off the clock. It's going to be fourth down and seven. Send in the biggest player, number seventy-seven. He's 315. Oh, he's, he's huge. Mason's going to call a timeout also. My hesitation on burning timeouts this early in the ball game. I mean, I just I just don't uh, understand this is a big fourth down in terms of momentum. But at the same time, you've got to play a little bit of conservative. Not like the – no, yeah, we had Coney. I mean, we could have hit him back there. I don't like the second down – the call on second down as we're – 
moved the football on the ground. Yeah, you, you, you've moved the football 40 yards with pretty ease running it. You have one play where they, the quarterback has a miscue, two plays in a row, and then you go to try to pass the football. And I agree with you totally. You, you lost your momentum right there with a down ball situation. Well, see here on a third and four versus a third and eight. But uh, we're going to have twins right over here. Comey, Spencer. Ivan needs to just calm him down, settle down. It's like, well, right? He's right in front of him. Just run it, you know. Sure. Take him downfield, run underneath him. Big fourth down and seven. Wofford, shotgun, three receivers. In the backfield to his right. Now he moves uh, Lyman over. Takes a snap. Sprint out past right side. There's Scantling catches it in the flat. Not for yardage. Not going to be yeah, way short of the first down. Man, if Schmidt was wide open running across the far side. Man. So turnover on downs from Mason. But, uh, us, you know, you, you drove him back a little further. That's your punt. Right yeah, there. 30. 30-yard line is where Schulenberg will take over. They lead this one 29-16 with 4.41 on the clock. I don't look for them to spread this ball out much. I look for them to do exactly what they did right down here. Try to keep away and hope they uh-huh. burst, burst uh, a run. They're going to try to play. They're in the position of wear and tear now uh, on this. Yeah. They go four wide, but we've seen the quarterback just keep it. They spread the defense out. Right in a quarterback. And they give it to number 10, Lewis. Good runner. He's in the secondary and uh, finally dragged down at the 45 and up to the first. So Mason Puncher's playing both way, both ways. Uh, just almost everybody that's out there. And uh, Lewis is uh, cramping or comes out limping. Yeah, he's that run. I can't say I'm sad about that as uh, he's been threading it up the middle. But you never know what's standing behind him. Yeah. So hungry. Yeah, number 33 comes in. Big gain right there for Schulenberg. They take it across their own 45 to the 46-yard line. And, I mean, if they can gash it like that for 10 at a time, it's going to be a long night to finish this one out. We're wide again. 33 in the game. Right, it keeps the follows him and uh, slowed down by Jacoby, but picks up about three to midfield. Jacoby nearly got that ball loose as uh, they were fist fighting for it up to all the way to the ground, but uh, still gains four yards on the play. Gets down to the 49 yard line where it'd be second down and six. Defense absolutely has to get a stop, keep him out of field goal range. Otherwise, it'd be a three score game. Full wide for Schellenberg. Second and seven. No 49. All right, a quick throw to the slot. That's King. Bounces it out, breaks the oh tackle, and gets to the 45. Short of the first down, but it's going to give him third short. you got to be playing them just a little bit tighter than that on a play like that. They've been doing that all evening, throwing those wide receiver screens. And that King, the thing you don't want him to do is catch it with five yards to go. Be able to make quick. Be, even, be able to take a step as uh, he makes that. Third down and third. one here. 2.56 on the clock. They are, uh, Schulenberg is going to chew the clock as they lead this one 29 to 16. They're going to have three backs behind Ryder. Wishbone 
formation. Third and short. Get it on the fullback dive. He's got the first out to the 42. Moves the chain to keep the clock going. That's the backup running back, number 33, sophomore rock, running walking. Yeah, falls down. First down and 10 for Schulenberg on the 42-yard line in puncher territory. So the tide has turned here in Wimberley in terms of uh, these two teams of what they look like. Mason was gashing Schulenberg big on play, on running plays. Schulenberg returning the favor here in the third quarter with 2.12 on the clock. Again, they lead this one 29 to 16 over your punchers. Three receivers, two backs, other side. They get to zero. That's up in the back. By Tate Smith and Hunter Goodwin out there on the outside. Those guys. That's the play you need right there. Yeah, uh, they could shave the momentum right there. As uh, takes away a little of this game, you know. Just keep uh, churning. Now they're going to have to come up with some additional plays. Second down and 15 after a huge tackle in the backfield by Hunter Goodwin and Tate Schmidt. Secondary is going to, like you said, have to play tight. And also, at the same time, not less number 11 or number 1 down the field. A change in the defensive scheme as Hunter Bushup has been more wide. Give it no double reverse and a throw. Flag comes in. Wobbly throw on and oh my off the right oh Flags though downfield. Cause they're gonna call. They're gonna call pass interference. Isaiah Bishop just tackled. We got two flags in the backfield and two downfield. That's what they all set. They're gonna call that pass interference on uh, on on Hunter Bishop. I mean on. Uh, yeah, and all it was was it the classic underthrown ball. Receiver trying to come back to it, and the, and the defender can't do anything but run into him. Yeah, they were running full speed. Bishop was trying to make up because he had a decision to make. He had a decision to make of whether to go after the quarterback or the guy that came became the quarterback on a double reverse and pass. And uh, he did a really good job of making up that ground. Like you said, though, the receiver was coming back to the ball, and they just ran into each other. So uh, two fouls on the play. Yeah, one-on-one coverage out there. Even if you do think they're going to run a double reverse, you got to let your safeties. Yeah, it's got to be holding on them, I would imagine. Holding. So they're going to replay the down and distance. Yep. So second down and 15 from the same spot, which is the 40. Uh, Seven-yard line is where Schulenberg has it with a minute 12 on the clock in the third quarter. They lead this one 29-16 to 16 after two big turnovers. Uh, they score uh, two big turnovers from the punchers. Rob, I'd rather that interference could have been costly. Thankfully, enough laundry is offset. So, uh, bunch of receivers left, one right, right a shotgun. Snap. Sprints right, oh, has room, and good up until tackle to keep him still back behind the original line of scrimmage. And stops, oh no, I thought he got forced out of bounds, but the clock still ticks under a minute here in the third quarter. Yeah, he's going to gain about four yards on the play, so that's going to bring up a third down and 12. They're still leading by 13, 29 to 16 is the score. 
Third and 14. Third and 13. Balls in puncher territory at the 49. Got to at least hold them out of field goal range. Wow. Well, they keep them from making a first down, but they're nearly in that four-down four territory. We have an official timeout. Oh, he said timeout was on him. Sure. Not sure Reason. what's going on here. There should have been plenty of time to call up a play. Send in number one. Seeing him out of the Wildcat. Third down in 12. At the 49. Oh, there's a clock malfunction. 16 seconds on the clock in the third quarter. Okay. One more play here. I better put more time on the clock. Going uh, to the whistle again. Plays already. Back judge had to correct his time, I guess. 32 seconds on the clock. Here we go. We're rolling it. Stack receivers. The right side. High formation. Next to King, keeps himself out of the gun. There's left. Nice back play by Hunter. By Bishop. Don't, don't get a personal foul over here. Right row. Yeah. Nice play by Bishop as he comes and just blows up the blocker and makes a really good tackle out here for a loss. And uh, that's going to bring a fourth down and 12. That's going to end the fourth quarter. I mean, the third quarter, excuse me. So one quarter of play, down, down 13. Lots of pressure on this on this offense to score quickly. Let's pause for 10 seconds for station identification. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Starting ball game here in Wimberley, only by district, but, uh, Puncher's facing probably the biggest uphill test of the season. Down two scores, 12 minutes remaining, either in the game or on the season. And, uh, defense did their job. They held Schoenberger midfield. So offense is going to have to come up with some... You don't necessarily have to pick up big chunks of yardage, but you do need to uh, show some urgency. And you got to preserve some time. Yeah, you got to get out of bounds on your pass plays or if you're... You know, instead of trying to pick up extra yards, just take what you can get running out of bounds. Schoenberg's going to be punting far left to right. Ball at the puncher 45, so they could pin us deep here. Probably going to make a smart decision on this punt. Give me a time. Good one. Oh, he had an opportunity. I'm going to catch it on the fly at the 10. Up the right sideline, out of bounds. Near the 25. Not bad for a position and uh, stops the clock. So, Puncher's got to, you've got to work methodically, but you've also got to, you've also got to uh, uh, not, not shoot yourself in the foot here. you you got to keep a steady pace. Yeah. You can't be jumping, ball starting yourself. Oh, we're in a, we're in a no-flag situation. High formation. They overload the right side with an extra tackle. Him in the box, Schillenberg. They go to Todd. Right side has to stop as uh, they nowhere to go. 
That's a lot of scrimmage. I mean, right there is when you need to. That's a passing opportunity when they stack a 10-minute block. Try a quick pitch to the weak side. A blocker out in front. So, second and 10. We started out this first offensive series of the fourth quarter. Down 13. They spread it out three wide. Twins left. Walker goes back to the gun. Four home showing blitz. Snap, keep on the ground. It's tied. Good hole, right side. Big hole. That's attack. Oh, my goodness. Really that was it. Midfield, but uh, flag or injuries? We got people laying on the ground. Milo Mayfield created a pass using one shorthorn to uh, <clears throat> play on the next one. Yeah, he's uh, definitely going to be up for some uh, all of Texas type uh, selection. That's going to take the ball all the way out to the 41. I mean, a shoestring tackle saves a touchdown as Todd had the opportunity to uh, to break that one free. We've got an injured shorthorn on the field. And uh, let's pause 30 seconds and hear from some of our sponsors. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football here on KNEL 95.3. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. That's right. We've got much more than building materials and hardware. Check out our selection of Wrangler clothing and Twisted X footwear. Dress for the job with Wrangler regular fit, cowboy cut, and cowboy comfort jeans. Wrangler Western work shirts and denim shirts and Twisted X belts. Protect those toes with Twisted X and Chippewa snake boots. Check out the new arrivals of clothing, building materials, hardware, and so much more at Mason Building Supply, 254 Moody Street in Mason, or call 325-347-5899. Don't miss the UIL Football State Championships starting Wednesday, December 15th at the AT&T Center in Arlington, Texas. Ticket information and more can be found at UILTexas.org. 95.3 KNEL. So there was an injury on the field after that uh, first down run by Ryan Todd. Player was cramping, but uh, evidently a flag was thrown on that run. It's been a hold as uh, they go back. It's second and 11. Walford being a shotgun. Two tight ends. And sets up the screen. Tate Spencer breaks the tackle. He's in the open field. Makes a move and lowers the shoulder. Gets the first all the way out to the 30. So, good call and execution by the punchers. Yeah, no doubt. Tate Spencer, man, feed the beast on that deal. As uh, he breaks several tackles after receiving the football. And uh, just just running with a, a sense of urgency, and and that's what you need. Well, he on thirteen. Really broke it further. Had one man kind of trip him up. Bunch formation right here. You got eleven men in the box. Uh, well, one high safety, but fullback pitch. Hayden Harding running. Makes that good bounce out and out of bounds at the fifty. Another first down. Punchers. They give him the spot. So, we're gonna, uh, there. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, first down and 10 from the 50-yard line. 10-15 on the clock. Already, you got <laughs> to get down the field uh, and with enough time to give yourself another opportunity. We're on a Zoom call calling this game. Yeah, sorry. Shotgun, twins right. Set your wing back on the left. Pat's the center. He's moving the towel. Makes the tie, pitches it to Spencer. 
Makes another good, makes another tackle and uh, gets down to the 40, near the first down marker again. It's Nate Smith to turn his offense down the field. Yeah, that'll be real, real close to a first down. Oh, they're going to give it to him. First down and 10 after two good runs by Tate Spencer as uh, he takes it down to the 40-yard line. First and 10 punchers. Under 10, 10 minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. Seniors in the ballgame. Harding Spencer is uh, headed to slot receiver left side. Three wide set. Another pistol. Throws it on the RPO. Caught by Spencer down the sideline out of bounds. That's what we've been looking for for Absolutely. several years. Nice pitch and catch. Let's see if they give him the first down again. That'll be three in a row. They're going to do it. First down and 10 for the punchers. Uh, ball on the 30-yard line. Punchers driving the football. 9.41 on the clock as he gets out of bounds on that last uh, pitch and catch. Left wing right. Stays in the gun. They motion tied across. They give it to him on the jet sweep. Has a blocker. Trying to get the edge. And wraps up. Still pick up of about six. Throw a dead inside. I want to tell you. Downs. White Row and Milo Mayfield are making sure that a white jersey lays on their back on every snap. And uh, it is, they're feeling the effects on that front line. Good job by this puncher offense as they picked up uh, five yards on the play down to the 25-yard line. But here's where it gets crucial as you've got to finish this drive. Harding comes out. Todd. Standing on the lone back. Throw it dead to four. Timeout, Schulenberg. Schulenberg wanted to take a timeout uh, here, talk this one over, as uh, Mason still trails this one, 29 to 16. We'll be back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to Puncher Football on 95.3 KNEM. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak. Or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. 95.3 KNEL. All right, uh, Schillenberg takes a timeout. Mason's got it. Schillenberg at the Schillenberg 25, second and five. So, uh, brilliant. Well, just some good execution by the puncher offense. Good calls coming down the field. Got to keep after it here. Good tempo as well. Uh, like Will said, they kind of picked that up in the last half of the season. The receiver's wide. Motion Spencer across from right to left. Gets a uh, zone read. Walker keeps it himself. Wraps up, though, early by 13. Good linebacker. Well, momentum, though, it's going to make it very, well, third down and maybe three. Yeah, third down and three. Definitely four down territory here. Goodwin comes off. Keller comes in. Hunter's really opening up the playbook here, trying to get down the field. There's some uh, urgency. 8.30 remaining in the ball game. Still down two scores. Off without a pistol. Turns right. It's Scantlin on the ground. All his blocks falls forward, right at, oh, he's going to be close. Gosh, he couldn't keep pushing, got turned around, was falling on his back. He's going to be fourth down, fourth down and a football. Yeah, this is, uh, we need a don't, don't get away from what got you down here, uh, in my opinion. Do not try the middle of that field with 10 men in the box. 
Walker's going to stay in the shotgun. I like this, but uh, he's on the ground to Scanlon. Makes a push across the point. He gets he the got first. It. So, good job, Scanlon. Uh, dangerous there. Yeah, it was, for sure. Uh, not quite the push on that on that uh, offensive front, as we've seen in uh, the the majority of this drive. I think we're just trying to keep ten men out of the box. We're burning a lot of time, though. 7.45 on the clock, and you're down two scores. The ball's on the 19-yard line. Bishop and Spencer, the wideouts. Good gun. On the ground again. Oh, this time nothing. he's met in the backfield and tackled. Yeah, he's still got a yard. Yeah, he's progress. Second uh, down and nine. Ball's on the 18-yard line. That situation, just make a quick throw out there to the sideline. They, they, oh, they at least get out of bounds. Pick up the same amount of yardage. For sure. And the, the corners aren't right on them. They're, they're back think, off five or six yards. I think this is where the slant comes into play. Yeah. I think you run that with Spencer. Look, nobody's on him. He's got a five-yard cushion. Get that out quick. Well, well, now they do. They throw Spencer. Now he cuts up the field. Good cut. He hit hard as he's getting shot at the 10-yard line. He delivers as much as he receives on that play. Big number 11 as uh, he takes it down to the 11-yard line where it'll be third down and about four, three and a half. Great job by Spencer. Real slow with the ball. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think you take the hand the fake out of there. Just that ball turn and shoot. They go twins to the right. Same formation. Walker Rose right. There's Scantlin. Looking, looking at time. Just get out of bounds. Right. Take it. Right. Good job, Walford. Right at the first down mark. I think he's got it. I mean, it's going to be real close. Yeah. At the 10 yard. It sets up a first and goal at the 10. They're going to mark him short. It's right on. I thought he marked it just inside the 10 yard line. It's just short from this angle. Fourth down and a half of football. Big play right here. Fourth down. I think you just follow your center here. I do too. Oh, they're going to run gun. the shotgun. What the heck are they? Oh, my goodness. Wow. This time they're coming. Yeah. Why are we passing it on fourth and short? Run! Oh, my gosh. Walford, you can't do that. The ball falls to the ground right at the end zone. The ball goes over. So on fourth down and half a yard. I mean, literally, it's just a football. We elect to pass it, and the ball goes over on down at the five, at the ten yard line with six minutes on the clock. We're collecting ourselves. Nice shoot him by the yeah, Schulenberg will have it first and ten. Uh, no question what they're going to do here. Wishbone, the one off them. They're in the box. Straight at the middle of the fullback and uh, pick up a two. So, just under six minutes left in the ball game. And uh, now it becomes the question like, is time. Do we have time? Huge time. If we get a stop here. This end of the field, but uh, that was your opportunity. It got, I mean, we were in a situation where we had to take points away one way or another on that deal. That's Walker. I mean, he obviously you can't throw it away, throw it out of bounds on that, but you can, you have time to 
space to just run and get that first down on the left side. He was looking for someone and just held on to it way too, way too long. I guess that was their shot, you know, trying to just trying to do too much. Schillenberg is going to take their third and final timeout with 5.19 on the clock. We're going to gather ourselves here as uh, they face a second down and eight, and uh, Schulenberg does from their own 12-yard line. We'll pause 30 seconds and be back here to finish this one up. Uh, you're listening to Mason Puncher Football on 95.3 KNEO. When your family has a medical emergency, you need care ASAP without a long drive. Midcoast Medical Center Central Lano offers 24-hour emergency care, comprehensive diagnostic laboratory, imaging and rehabilitation services in Lano at 200 West Ollie. We accept most insurances and Medicare. Call 325-216-9199. Midcoast Lano is your local hospital. Midcoast Health System, better health close to home. 95.3 KNEL. Uh, Schillenberg, uh, second and seven. Yeah, more than I thought they'd done that run, but, uh, they take a timeout, which thank, thank, thank you, Schillenberg, for stopping the clock. They are deep in their own territory, inside the 15. So, uh, defense, uh, stop the, spread, spread it out, they go four wide. Try to, again, keep on the ground to Lewis. And he breaks oh, three tackle. tackle at the line of scrimmage and gets two out to the 18. Yeah, picks up four all the way down to the 18 yard line. What'll be second or third down and two? Kind of ran into a wall there. The line of scrimmage bounced it out. Picked up positive yards. Not making it easy on it, but uh, they get a first every three downs and gonna run the clock out on us. Short. Four wide. Quarterback's likely going to snap, keep it himself. Yeah, no doubt. He's pretty quick. He does. Follows his fullback and gets oh, the hit. Oh, marker. Oh, no, just inside the 20, short of the first down. Good yeah. hit there. Good stick. I don't know who that was. Carter. Is that who that was? I think so. He popped that quarterback. It was. Quarterbacks. <laughs> he, he tried to jump over that tackle and ran. Yeah, that didn't work. Rance Carter catches him uh, and plants him in the dirt. Fourth down and one. So we're facing the same situation here, but uh, huge, huge fourth down here. But there's only four minutes left on the clock, and Mason just burns a timeout. They're only going to have two left. Let's thank our sponsors this year, as uh, we couldn't do this broadcast without them. Uh, Mason Mason Puncher Club, Danny Gandy Real Estate, Midcoast Wellcare in Mason, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Hill Country Collision Repair, Mason Building and Supply, The Commercial Bank, Laneburg Realty, Heart of Texas Ford, Nine Bar Land and Cattle, Willow Creek Cafe, and Mason Bank. Well, even if we hold them here, obviously if we hold them here, we're going to uh, get a very good field position. You know, they get eight up some more time. Schillenberg showing punt. Five goes back. Well, that's pretty, that's pretty smart. Yeah. Being up two scores, I mean, the clock is the clock's your 12th man at this point. I'm tied to the Eckler turn here, standing on 45. 
likely going to punt it. There's a whistle. I heard a whistle. I did too. Oh, that's a bounce. That's a 50. Picks it up. Really falls. He's trying to outrun the first man down. And, uh, finds the edge. Makes a good move. And hits from behind. He got nailed by the head first. But back in Schindler territory, it's a 46. Four minutes on the clock. So, to me, the, the big, the big, I mean, the fumble. Yeah, well, that was the a, two defensive turnovers. Fumble by Schulenberg, obviously the biggest difference in the game. Hit the stomach. Watch uh, your fans. Interception was just unnecessary. I guess for me, the fumble wasn't as big as impactful as the interception. Just as far as, uh, yeah, uh, some of the momentum. First and ten for the punchers. They have good field position on the 35-yard line. Takes a snap. Gives it to Todd. Big hole right side. Four or five. Going to have to get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, you're going to have to be quick on this. I mean, you're going to have three minutes. Schulenberg uh, playing the delay game as uh, they lay on the field in the spot where the ball needs to be. What? Towel's a bit too long. Walker's having to go up there every time to move it. Oh, wait. They're going to gun. Oh, I, thought, I thought he was throwing to Tate Spencer. Uh, he was open. Cam had one handed there for a second as uh, he had coverage on it. So, the only good thing about this is it does kill the clock. 332 on it. 29-16. Still your score here in Wimberley. Schulenberg on top. Schulenberg, uh, I don't know where the age bracket, bracket breaks out on this team, but... Uh, uh, you know, got some talent. I think they had 13 or 14 seniors and uh, freshman sophomores out there in the mix as well. Two receivers, Robert in the shotgun. Makes the scantling, rolls to his left. Has time. Steps up throws. Christian Keller catches it, makes a good move. The 20 and out of bounds. Great play by the senior. Yeah, good pitching catch right there. They're cramping up. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Coach. about Rodrigo. May not get it the first time. You know, I have to tell him twice. That's why he's a starter as a sophomore. Be crucial in the years to come on that offensive line. Left, Comey, Spencer. Ball down on the 18 yard line. 3:20 on the clock. Uh, timeout, Mason. Oh my goodness. You hate to. Oh, we saw there. You hate to see. They were set. A timeout used on a on a on a when the clock's already. Yeah, we ran out of bounds. Uh, that was our timeout. Was uh, sideline. Saw something there. In like, I'd like to think. One timeout left. Three twenty-four on the clock. You're down two scores. Sometimes we really see a twelfth man out there. I don't know. Talk it over. Uh, 3.24 left in the ballgame. I'm just going to keep it right here because I uh, don't want to miss a thing in this situation. You know, we've got time to score, and uh, you need those timeouts to hold them so you can get the ball back if you don't get the onside. You're only down to one. That was a nice, you know, good job, good protection. Walford steps up, finds the receiver over the uh, first level of that zone, and Keller just makes a good grab, catch, and run. Yeah, she makes the first one miss, and then uh, goes right around it. So, 
Mason's going to have, have a game plan here with a first down inside the 20 at the 18-yard line, the, uh, trailing this one by two scores and only 3.24 on the clock. Wide, Roberts, drops back as time. There's the deep ball up for Comey to the corner and just outside, incomplete. Got to let him get him him out, let him give him a chance to jump up inbounds. Got to give him a chance inbounds on that deal. So this is is something that that bugs me here is you had a down. If that's the play that you're going to go to, why why do you take the time out? Just hit him when the clock jump ball. ball. That's a jump ball, no matter what where you send him. Ooh. Oh, hit him on a post. So second down and the same yardage. We ride. Spencer across. Crawford being pressured. Thirteen's in back there all game. He throws it has an open man. Tide gets hit. That was in his hands, incomplete. It's a third down and ten. Thirteen, yeah, is uh, just trying to do too much. So right there, you got Tate Spencer standing three feet from you. I don't know why you don't give it to him, but like you said, these drops are so deep. I mean, he was he was twenty yards back of the line of scrimmage. Oh, you reverse sealed that deep behind the, yeah, the line of scrimmage. I mean, you better make sure you can outrun the guy chasing you. <laughs> Early did. Uh, all Third down and ten. Ball on the eighteen yard line. Left. Wide row split wide left or right I should say. Play action. Off the rolls. Plenty of time. Nobody's open. Just keep it keep oh, oh. just run it. Oh right. Oh goes back across the field. Yes, we got two guys over there, but that's, 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 that's dangerous. so hard. It's dangerous. You got to have a heck of an arm. Yeah, not and, enough. Uh, not enough. Uh, so it brings up another fourth, but still, luckily, uh, not much time when you when you're passing the ball and not completing it. I just don't think we're in that situation where you got to make those desperation throws. I agree. Run it up the field. You're in out of bounds. And I hate to say this, but those type of plays just wear you down so much. Yeah, those receivers running around out there, they're getting winded. Uh, linemen are having to block extra time. So fourth down and 10, balls on the 18-yard line. I mean, you could have been chipping away at this. It could be ball game. You're only two receivers, two tight ends. Oh, balls off the hands of Walker. He falls on it. Ball game. We should get it back some Al First year quarterback. I'm having the first game here is uh, we got we got down the field. Makes good throws. And uh. Just hangs on a little too long. Yeah, shooting America. It's hard to make those decisions when 2.53 on the clock. Mason has one timeout left, so defense either got to come up uh, real big and score quick here, or uh, this one is uh, in the book. Shotgun, they keep it on the ground left side. Hold up. 
Blake Lewis in the ball game for the first time. Game first one. game, yes, game one. Why not? I'd be out there. Yeah. I'd be out there earlier, but I don't know why they didn't put him in. He's been raring to go over here. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. So, quarterback for Shono keeps it. Boys is attack on the backfield. Now he's in the first down in the secondary near midfield. That's the injury there. Nearly had him in the backfield, but. Ball going to keep the clock going here. Mason's going to not just lose this one. Unlikely, but uh, pretty pretty big upset. Yeah, no doubt. Four over one. Only other yeah. one I know that that's happened that was yesterday. Burton beat Chris Doble, and uh, that wasn't an untraditional four. <laughs> I'll give you that. Jack takes a knee. That's enough. Yeah, they're gonna have to do it one more time. Burke stays alive. We knew they were talented. Not the best win loss record or uh, you know, probably the worst uh, points for points against. We knew they were coming out of a really good district. They're, they're going to sweep District 14 2A. We're here tonight with the punchers. The punchers are taking off the headsets. And I tell you, I can only stand and watch. Young players need to take a lesson from this one, no doubt. That's uh, uh, do it one more time. Watchers again. They led sixteen to fourteen. That's the second half. Drove the football right down the field, but uh, just a uncharacteristic uh, fumble by Ron Todd. Of course, all year, and uh, they take it back. We take the lead. And uh, interception on our next series. Take it down and score. So, uh, <laughs> Warren's win by district. And uh, they go to five and five. Uh, for three, two, one, punch your season ends in disappointment. And uh, all the fans out there and the team and here, but uh, give a two-minute commercial break. Come back, talk about this one uh, as much as we can, as little as we can, uh, but we'll recap the stats in the season. Finish out strong here on 95-3. Can you? What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? 
it's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Texas University Interscholastic League and the Texas High School Athletic Directors Association. If you want to bid on some amazing prizes, then be sure to attend the Mason County Chamber of Commerce Wild Game Dinner on Saturday, November 13th. Take part in the special ammo auction for a chance at an 1860 Henry rifle. Plus, there's a live auction, door prizes, and 23 guns and ammo up for grabs. Enjoy food from Cooper's Original Pit Barbecue and, of course, Wild Game. Come on out and celebrate hunting season at the Fort Mason Community Building. For more information, call 325-347-5758 or visit masontxcoc.com. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. That's right. We've got much more than building materials and hardware. Check out our selection of Wrangler clothing and Twisted X footwear. Dress for the job with Wrangler regular fit, cowboy cut, and cowboy comfort jeans. Wrangler Western work shirts and denim shirts and Twisted X belts. Protect those toes with Twisted X and Chippewa snake boots. Check out the new arrivals of clothing, building materials, hardware, and so much more at Mason Building Supply, 254 Moody Street in Mason, or call 325-347-5899. 95.3 KNEL. That's yeah, close game here. Wimberley, the punchers uh, go down and defeat their by district round uh, first back in, well, in a while as uh, they lose to Schoenberg 29 to 16. And uh, Schoenberg team and cheerleaders celebrating. Uh, definitely a lot to celebrate. Sure. Fourth place team taking down the number one and. Uh, Punchers were confident coming into the second half. We knew it was close. Kind of let them make those plays and hang around. And although we thought we could dominate second half, a couple of big plays turned that ball game around. And then just some miscues down here on this end. A couple of chances to score the quarter and a half. This morning, lost all around. I don't even know. Care to see the second half stats? Yeah, I don't even have them. Um, but uh, here's what it looked like at the final. Shiner <laughs> Schulenberg wins 29-16. They had how many more yards on the ground? They had 159 yards on the ground, 35 times, six of 11 through the air for 77 yards. They had less yards than Mason. Mason had 216 on the ground, 110 through the air. Mason had 326 total yards to Schillenberg's 236. That's about right. Uh, we were 5 of 16 on third down. They were 5 of 10. Here's the stat. Those of y'all need to know, two turnovers. Uh, Mason there in the second half. Uh, Schillenberg had one early on the fumble. We had seven penalties for 45 yards. They had two for 15. We had the ball 42 minutes. They had it 30. How, how many penalties did we have? Seven for 45. So, uh, yeah, moving the ball there late, two-minute offense looked good down the field twice, you know, into near first and goal territory. A couple of fourth downs and one-fourth and a half yard is the one that Wofford's going to remember. Uh, I'm sure what, you know, I'm, not, I'm never going to be up on a quarterback because, you're in that situation, you know. You, oh, it's tough. There's, there's no doubt. There's no wide open receiver. You're, right. like, you're either saying, I, I need to score quickly, so I'm going to wait for somebody to get open, or you're just not aware of the down. You know, it's just so many things going through your head. And he's, he's, good. he's protected the football all year. He's got 10 after tonight. 
Got touchdowns and two interceptions, or three interceptions on the season. One here in front of us. With a lot of game left. Here, here's where here's where I think that maturity level yeah. comes into play. Is that you just and this is the side effects of a turnover. You have a turnover that's returned for a touchdown on a fumble play. Then you have a young quarterback that's new at this position in terms of playing at this level that late in the second half is trying to do too much coming back against that turnover. And what does he do on a third down, a third down in manageable situation where there's a busted play and there's nobody open instead of surviving to, to live another down and let your punter who got you the safety. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you you gotta, you gotta throw it out of bounds yeah. right there. And and a lot of it, and a lot of it is, Ivan is he's always been a good scrambler, right? He's always been able to buy time, make plays. Sure, come playoff. But the problem, oh, the yeah. problem with that is, is his arm yeah. isn't quite strong enough to compensate for those across the field throws or lack of putting your feet on the ground. You can't throw off your back foot. You know this. You played the position. Yeah, you can't throw off your back foot in a full sprint and expect to hum it 40 yards down the field. Hard enough for uh, Aaron Rodgers or Matt Mahomes. <laughs> exactly. And so, with that being said, that little situation became too much. Because from a mental mindset of not being able to understand that we've got to survive and not do too much, and it cost them. I mean, a punt right there would have been a whole lot better and let your defense hold them like they had the last two drives than it was the interception. Their defense is what beat you. You allowed the thing that you were most concerned with coming into this game to overwhelm you and beat you. And so Schulenberg comes out of a different that is the difference between playing good teams late in the season and not playing good teams late in the season. You don't have to worry about those throws late in the season. He got away with them, especially against like Brackettville, where he threw it into traffic and nobody came up with it. Or he threw it into traffic and his receiver came up with it. So no fault to him specifically. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you still had an opportunity to rebound even from those mistakes late in the game. You had two situations where you had a fourth and less than a ball. And the call on the field, the call comes into the huddle, and we're in shotgun, spread offense, throwing it. And we've been gashing them for a minimum of three yards per snap. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, it's and sometimes you, you have to play the probabilities. Of what's going to work in this situation? What what are we going to get? You know, for, now you don't go right back to Jaden Scantlin between the tackles. No, but you've got a center who's been pancaking the yeah. guy in front of him, and you've got a quarterback who you just said was fleet on his feet. Can he get a football link? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, if I call that play, or let's say it's the third down, whoever's giving them the play at the you know on the sideline, they break the sideline. Ivan, you don't see anybody. You run it if you got room or you throw it away. I mean, you got two decisions. No one's open. You run it or you throw it away. You know, you don't say, you know, 
hang on, stretch the play out. Find, you know, I think you run a quarterback keeper right behind your – And you could do that. Now, you know, that's the anticipated move. Yeah, the defense. I mean, if, if we go right back under center, they're going to anticipate it. They're going to be – you know, it, it, it's still probably a higher probability of success. Well, okay. So, I mean, you know, having that fullback yeah. come in and push you forward. And I don't, I don't disagree that maybe on the first time you don't do it. But you had that opportunity twice. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, with considerable time on the clock to come back on a second opinion, yeah. on a second chance. And and I know that's all hindsight and that's all things that they're when you're on, when you're on the field and it's up to you make that call. Yeah, and it's tough. Sometimes, you know, you you're down two scores in that situation and, and I think uh based on how we started the game with the onside kick, uh some of the play, yeah, I think you know we're we're not we're not trying to take up a half yard. We're trying, you know, hey, let's, let's take a shot at the end zone. And I don't know. I mean, I just maybe we catch him unprepared. But to me, that a lot of confidence in the coaches. It does go out there and, and do this. But at the same breath, back to your probability. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to play next week? Or yeah, is this the most important game ever? And I don't think you're in that situation. You know what I mean? I would have lived to play next week. You know the state championship game, and that situation comes to comes to head. Absolutely, yeah. You know, let's let's ask, turn around and ask the guys: we in it to win it, or we in it to survive? And let's go bigger, go home. And you know, that's what they chose, and that's what they that's I mean, essentially what they deal with. But you know, good season, good kids. Man, my my offensive game ball goes to Tate Schmidt. Yeah. Oh yeah. What a what a game to finish on. Uh, senior was injured uh, during district. Uh, he, he did very well to start the season. Uh, remember that game against Wall? You know, he got him going against Wall. I mean, he was the guy. You know, getting him down. You know, getting the fans fired up, getting the team fired up behind him. And he did that. He got you down the field. Give it to Tatum, fourth and a half. You know, I mean, no doubt. I mean, just he might lose five yards. You know, his legs aren't going to stop. Give it yeah. to a senior and. Let it be on them. I mean, it's all or nothing for them uh, or survival. You know, your, your juniors and your sophomores, they're going to get to come back. You know, there's a different level of intensity there. Well, without a doubt. And, yes, you need your quarterback to manage that football for you. Um, I'd put Tate back there in the gun. Just let him run it, you know. I mean, there's, there's things. And that's why, you know, I think we limit ourselves Oh, sure. a little bit to what we want to do. I think we did change the offensive season. Around our players, uh, we probably saw the best, really, two-minute offense as far as uh, just getting the ball down the field, getting back to the line quick, sure. making good short throws, good routes, good catch and mm-hmm. run. Uh, just when it came down to that, you know, that's always a hard call when it's fourth down in that situation. And uh, even if you're ahead by two, and that's, you know, you just gotta gotta make the play. So again, uh, that's all. Puncher did win district. They finished nine and two, uh, I believe. Coach McCloud, uh, he was nine and three in his first season, uh, so two nine one seasons, and uh, likely to see a district realignment here, uh, heading. You know, don't think we'll go three A, but if they change the numbers in, then you know, I think, I think right now we're pretty safe at staying where we're at, but uh, but may see uh, a shift in who we play and how we play uh, going forward. Sonora, I think may maybe uh, coming back into the district mm-hmm. if if, if things hold. And so that brings another another element to it. <clears throat> but uh, wish the best best of luck to this 13 district. 
as uh, they, uh, man, I mean, they swept us. Yeah, they, I, I can't say that's ever across the board, and I don't. I think it's probably you'd have to go back in your history stats a long time to to have ever found that. And uh, we certainly want to thank Lynn and and uh, Bridget back at the station and uh, guiding us through this season. And uh, you know, hopefully, uh, if they'll have us, we'll, we'll we'll be back next year. We also want to thank our sponsors one more time: Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle. Heart of Texas Ford, Laneburg Realty, The Commercial Bank, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Midcoast Well Care in Mason, Dan Gandy Real Estate, and Mason Puncher Club. If you see any of those people or, or walk into those places of business, uh, give them a big thank you for what they do to support the young people and allow your ears to, to hear the broadcast each and every week. Uh, right here. Good, bad, or indifferent from our end, but uh, um, we're not the best in the world, but we try to shoot it straight. We try to be honest, and we, we're definitely going to take care of these kids and uh, push them to a high level, uh, both on and on and off the radio, uh, because, uh, you know, the expectations are high, and you want those kids to perform. And I think uh, the kids of Mason, Texas, and the, and the surrounding counties in Hill Country uh, do that. Uh, I've been a part of a lot of those communities, and it's great to see uh, the families and the and the support that these young people have, and even though it's just a competitive game and we enjoy to watch it, we certainly uh, want to thank uh, our sponsors for for what they do to allow these kids to to do this and for us to bring you the, the broadcast right to your ears. You see those kids, congratulate them! It's a great season. I mean, you know, it was never automatic the burns there that, oh we're just going to go three or four deep every season i mean it right. would be a, a quite a feat just to get the area and uh so congratulate them on a, on a good season and an exciting football game uh, check out kenny podcast and uh if you want to listen to the replay of tonight's game or any game this season this was an exciting one we're happy to bring it to you thanks again for joining us on 95.3 kenny fm for another season will Amber, michael walker signing off and always in the uh, honor and memory of the late great Lee Graham, it's still a great day to be a puncher. We will be back. Uh, see you next season. Good night. Next season. Thanks for tuning in tonight for Mason Puncher's Football here on 95.3 Canio FM online at canioradio.com. Mason Puncher's Football brought to you tonight by Mason Bank, by Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Land and Cattle Company, Heart of Texas Ford, and by Laneburg Realty. Our game also presented by The Commercial Bank. Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, and Luke Gym Cars and Trucks. Puncher's Football also presented this evening by Midcoast Well Care in Mason, Dan Gandy, Touchdown Real Estate, and by the Mason Punchers Club. Thanks for listening to Mason Punchers Football on KNEL. Thanks for listening to KNEL Sports Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your podcast today. For live broadcast of KNEL Sports, listen to 95.3 KNEL FM, 1490 KNEL AM, or KNELradio.com. Or to make it simple, just ask Alexa to play KNEL FM or KNEL AM. Or find KNEL 95.3 FM or 1490 AM on the TuneIn app. We look forward to being with you again here from KNEL. KNEL.